Welcome back to the 10 Podcast with Michael and Adam and Robbie. Hi, guys. Hello. It's Friday. It's Friday. Friday. What a Friday. crazy fucking this week. This a horrible The week. worst <laughs> week. Dude, I swear, like, Wednesday was Friday. This has been the longest week on record. Yes. Yesterday. And I didn't even go to work on Monday. Yesterday, which was Thursday, was the I didn't know life. what day it was anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'm I with you on that one. worked so many hours this week for, for you, stuff. Yeah, you've been a busy boy. I, feel I like didn't know what time like time was anymore yeah no, the, no, nothing made any that. sense anymore yeah. i was like what the hell am i doing so anyway it's done though i got the project probably so we're, so, we're so proud of you it was worth the worth the effort and we was still made, nobody knows what we're talking about no but, but we made okay. time for the podcast on a friday on we a sacrificed friday. our busy lives there are many things yeah that's what there are, are many other things that we could be doing we are so but we're here we have so many places we are invited i would be doing other than this that's even mildly productive Oh, productive then? No. No, I'd be sitting at home doing nothing if I wasn't here. God, that sounds doing nice. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right? So at my the, house where nobody can see me. The weather's, the weather's been so shitty that I haven't been able to go get Katie from Super Lab. Oh, that's right. So she, her and Logan have been gone for the last two fucking weeks, dude. Oh, my yeah. house—it's just been me and that's, the cats. That's yeah, that's a quiet house. Oh, it's been so different. Yeah, no, I get that. I like, it's been great. I really want my kid back, but yes. it's, it's been great. <laughs> you need a break every once in a while, though. Let's I be know, real. But yeah. Everybody does. The problem is Katie like, legitimately hasn't had one since the day he was born. And I don't know how to get one for her. Uh, so. Her mom can't take him for a little while? I mean, no? Yeah, but she's three hours away. And, oh. and logistically, it's annoying and difficult. I, yeah, I think it's not good. So, Adulting but, and stuff. Yeah, being an adult. Is not great. Tell me about it. I just bought a furnace. <laughs> you're so, that's you're that's so what twelve year old you wanted while yeah. you're looking through pictures of you know yeah. Ferraris and NSXs. When I grow up, I'm gonna buy a brand new Amana furnace. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's got a ten year warranty, baby. Now nah, it's got that lifetime warranty on that heat exchanger, yeah, bro. It's the second largest check I've ever written. Mm. I'm sure that there is absolutely nobody that. Wants to know what a heat exchanger is? <laughs> no, there's I nobody know. that like like kind of. But why? Again, when you're a child and you think about right, yeah. no, where I'm you want to be in life, knowing nope. about what a heat nope. exchanger is, Not flame rods for water right. heaters, stuff like that, yeah. those are things that you wish that adulthood didn't come Filter with. Box. Filter box. Filter box. It's not as cool as it sounds. Not. Septic <laughs> tank. <laughs> septic tank could tanks. be really bad. Dude, my, I'm so paranoid about it. If you're talking to no, somebody about a septic tank, it, it could be a really bad discussion. That's not good. The sewage pipe that leaves my house, I know, has been broken by a root. You have to, yep. Because every couple of years, I have to have someone come out and run through it. Yes. It's just a matter of time, dude. You got to replace it's that. It's just a matter of time. That pipe. That's going to be $11 billion I don't have. Yeah, I can't only imagine what, what it would be to replace the septic tank. At least, like, you can maintain it and pump it, and that's like a couple hundred bucks whenever you do it. Or if you don't pay attention to it and don't know how long it's been since it's been pumped, yeah. it's gonna be like ten grand if you screw right. it up. Well, dude. So yesterday, <laughs> we're here, whatever, whatever. Uh, the furnace guy's at my house. You know, we we go through this whole thing, and like, he's in my house. Yeah, yeah. He's he's seen. Well, he can't see my driveway because there's four foot of snow all the way back on it. Yeah. I should have sent you some pictures because it's just out of I think control. You did, actually. I'll see if I can find it real quick. But um, he's like, so we, we go through the whole thing, and then he's sitting on my couch and typing away on his computer, and he's like, yeah, you know, so they were running a deal right now where they'll give you the furnace if you buy the AC and pay for the installation on the whole thing. Okay. And he's like, yeah, it'll be like with the with the buy one get one deal like 
probably around ten grand. And I was like, <laughs> "Look at my house, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's rude. What? That's rude that you would say that in my home." How dare you tell me to sit before you say something like that to my face, man? How often does somebody go, mm, yes? You know, now that well, you mention it, in a hundred in a hundred thousand dollar house, never. In a you know, quarter million dollar home. But I assume that they're getting like the twenty thousand dollar deal. You know what I mean? Well yeah, that's the thing. That was economies of scale. That's the smallest heater that they would sell, I assume. Because I have a twelve hundred square foot single story house. It doesn't take much to heat the damn thing. No. Just light a fire. I don't know, man. Yeah, that'll end well. That's fine. Shit's wild, though. I couldn't believe it's expensive. it. Expensive. Being an adult, we found expensive. A, we found a more reasonable option. Yeah. So. But yeah, cuts into race car funds. Cuts oh, into man. fun All money. The funds. Just fun money in general. I couldn't believe it. Going out to eat. Stuff like that. It sucks. Um. Well, shit. While we're here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> going out to eat. This. Used to be a show about cars. No, uh, we, we, no, we went out to was. we went to Fuddruckers. We did go to Fuddruckers. We've been talking about burgers and French fries and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Does anybody have any opinions that they so, want to share? I didn't remember that Fuddruckers uses more of a wedge than a fry. Okay, which they were fine. They weren't great. They were fine. So you just ordered the regular French fries and they were wedges, right? They were more of like a wedge than a fry. You got a sweet potato fry. The sweet potato fries were. I forgot about the were sweet good. potato fries. They were really good. But I th- I think that they. Have a better patty than Five Guys. Yes. That was a way better meal than when we've been at Five Guys. I but I like. think it's still the same mildly ridiculous price. It was a little pricey. Yeah, twelve. But bucks, it's 12, it's thirteen bucks. The thing is, though, when we go to the Five Guys that's here, yeah. you feel like it's it's kind of like a shithole because seven billion people have been through there, and there's yeah. no place day. to sit. Yeah, yeah, in the last hour, and there's no place to sit, and you're like trying to find, scrambling around and all that shit. At least when you go to Fuddruckers, there's tons of places to sit. It's so just a better environment. It's to a be restaurant, in. you know. It's yes. It's not a small section of a building in a strip mall, right? Where the Five Guys is. The but Five if, Guys could be triple the size, and it would still be full all the time. Yes, because it's not big enough. I've been in there at like three p.m., which but you think I've would never, be a dead time. Yeah. There's, there's six billion people in there. I've never been to one that's not always busy, and that's any bigger than the one we have. The yeah, one they're in all the same, square the same footage. size. They're yeah. all the same rough, yep, like, roughly. They could all be three times that size and they'd be just as busy. Then people could sit somewhere. Right. But so, yeah, so to my point, the price is slightly more justified at Fud, Fud Records. I also because think, there's, I think and, it's, and they pick up your your waste and I throws think it's away a for better you. burger. Yes. I said it. You're not going to get any argument from me. I think I it's, I've been I saying think, this for I don't a know long if anybody time. else is going to argue with this. I city. remember, so like, very little me, like six-year-old me, remembers we were up here from Kansas visiting my grandparents, and we were in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and we went to a Fuddruckers, and I like specifically remember that burger like defining what I felt as a good burger, and now I've kind of rediscovered that place because it had been so yeah. long since I'd gone there. I mean, I've been there once or twice since I moved here, yep. but not regularly, and it was probably a 15-year span between the time I went when I was a little kid and the first time I went after moving here. Isn't it so disappointing when you have an experience like that and it sticks with you and then you try to recreate that experience? But Fuddruckers didn't same? disappoint me, at least. It's still a really good burger. But it didn't... You didn't... That memory isn't tainted by the fact that it wasn't the same? I, I'm i not mad about that memory. Okay. 
I feel like something like I feel like the first time I went to Five Guys, I had that was like, wow, this it's is so yeah. good. this is so good, this right. is different. But that's how I feel better. about Fuddruckers. That's how I remember Fuddruckers as like six year old Adam, is that it, it was life changing. Changing, and I, I mean, it's hard to be it's hard for food to be life changing when you're thirty. Yes. Yeah. Well, as compared unless to unless you six, go to Booney's birthday as party, as compared to a six year old. Yes. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you've you've tried so many more things. You don't just eat chicken strips right. at every restaurant you go As to. you get older, food becomes more disappointing. The things you spend money on get <laughs> way less interesting. interesting. Everything. Yeah, all right, look at that. We You're like, oh, it. look at all this money. Come. Like, six-year-old, you'd be like, wow, look at all this money that comes in every week. It's yeah. crazy. It never stops. It's amazing. 30-year-old, you's like, fuck, this is not enough the, money. The, <laughs> the bills just keep coming. <laughs> like, all I do is work and money. sleep and work and sleep, and it's still... Not enough. I'm just saying that life's just a downhill spiral till you die. That's all. Six that's was peak. Six, six is your peak. <laughs> yep. That's about. That's the, the point we're trying to make with that's this a, show. Here we'll bring it back to cars. That's about the age where, like, the first car that I remember being emotionally attached to that was my father's was around that age. It was a like a sixty sixty seven, I believe, first gen uh, Firebird that was baby blue, and I remember being like exceedingly upset with him for selling it when he did as a young child probably in the four to six year old range i loved that yeah i was trying to think back i remember that's that's like my first car that i remember being real emotionally attached to as a child i'm trying to think i don't know uh well we had the 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 gmc that we have now so i guess i didn't have that same experience because we got that when i was yeah uh fourth grade fifth grade something like that yeah so around that age and then I don't know. We had a Monte Carlo, like a '70 Monte Carlo, that for some reason I really liked. Yeah, it's like not a great car. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. It's just this. Was it an SS huge. or anything? It was just a 350. Run of the mill Monte Carlo. Yep. Three three speed auto. But, but it's not even like a good year. It's huge. Yeah. It's the biggest thing of all. It's like take a Chevelle, which is huge, and then add some to the end of it yeah. on both ends. On the front end. It's so look at it, it's <laughs> probably, huge. probably on the top and in the middle as yeah, well. That building it's in the massive. background is a skyscraper. It's just you can't tell. It's Those confusing. are really big windows. Right. Actually. Yeah. The, yeah. That's three story windows back there. It's just uh, it's like look how much space is in front of that front wheel and then behind the back wheel, and it's so spacious on the inside. It's like a four door car, but it's two just doors. A big old boat. And if they crashed it, you'd probably die. Well, everyone around you would die. No, you may, you maybe you wouldn't would too, know because they're not even safe. You'd that's never. The, that's the wild thing about it. Like it's huge and made of metal. Like it's it's metal, right? Yes. Like everything. That door weighs four hundred pounds, and will fold like paper if a semi runs into the side of it. A smart car probably would get a better crash rate test yeah, the, rating. I mean, yeah, this is a car when you repair it, you use the the lead. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wish that that was still a thing. Everybody's worried about lead poisoning and all that crap, so no one no one knows how to do it anymore. Back when kids were tough. God, I don't like that grill. What was it? Was that guy's name Larry? We've talked about him on the show. Was that guy's name Larry also? That did did the lighting for uh Jesse James? Oh, I couldn't you remember even begin to tell you. Indian, they, Indian Larry? Not Indian Larry, but the other guy that used to do all the lighting for Jesse oh, James. He died shoot. last year, maybe. We yeah, talked about I remember him. we yeah. talked about I when he remember. passed away, we talked about it. I'll never be Some, able to. Someone's streaming at the radio right now. I'll never be able to. It's Google it and find it. Someone who's been going back through our back issue or back episodes trying which to apparently find is everybody I that I would never own a minivan. We owe Justin uh, a shirt, right? We owe Justin. We owe, we'll give we owe Justin a shirt, but Daniel doesn't get one because he can't find what I said that I would never own a van because <laughs> I didn't. 
So anyway, I think he gets a shirt anyways. My point was that guy that used to do it for Jesse James always had a huge stogie and was letting. Absolutely. And he lived until like 89 years old and he did that shit every day. He's just <laughs> in this cloud of smoke. Toxic everything all A cloud the time. of cigar smoke and lead smoke. Yeah. He's just breathing it. Yeah. You know? He doesn't give a shit. He's fine. Maybe he lived the, a great life. Maybe the two canceled each other out. Two wrongs make it right. Yeah. So he's smoking to try to cut yeah. the toxins. Isn't yeah. that that's it's from called, an always it's sunny? It's called Billy building the tolerance. That's true. That's well, why they, just, the the cigar smoke carries all the lead back out of his lungs. Well, they said fine. in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, if you eat apple seeds, because that'll kill you. Yeah, because they'll germinate. What? You got to smoke cigarettes. For real? Yeah, kill- no. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say their joke was what if the fuck? yeah he, he there's ate no some, way that's a he thing. ate an apple core. Charlie ate an apple core or something like that. And Max like you have to smoke cigarettes. It's <laughs> the only way to kill the seeds. So <laughs> I just love like people like it takes gum seven years to go through your digestive system. No, more like seven hours, but whatever. Uh, How fast everybody's are you an expert. Pooping? I don't know, like, but I don't, isn't that like a rough time? It's every every seven hours, I'm no, completely empty no, my bowels. No, but <laughs> no, that'd be a horrible existence. <laughs> Let me tell you about my week. <laughs> I didn't get anything done. At How'd work. you sleep last night? Terrible. <laughs> every seven hours, either terrible or great. <laughs> Shit myself and didn't wake up or. You're basically you just, just a baby. You're you just a baby gotta at that time point. it. <laughs> you, you gotta, gotta set an alarm. It. Yeah, the alarm it was the alarm. Man, hours. if I got seven hours of sleep consecutively, that'd be great. Are you kidding me? You know what suck is if like Changed that's my life. if it is seven hours on the dot. If that happened like right before you had a job interview or something <laughs> like that, you know, you're right in that meeting. Get food poisoning. Right. Hold on, I gotta take a Hold shit. On. I'll be right back. My point was, it's more, <laughs> it's closer to seven hours than it is seven years. Is what I, I, was I will give you that. I will give you that. We talked about cars for a brief moment. There was I tried. A, there was a I tried to bring it back cars. around. It's Friday a, night. <laughs> it's getting wild in here. We got a Lacroix. We got a yeah. We had some burgers. We had some burgers. <sighs> Every time I've gone to Fuddruckers, I walk away going, "Why don't I go to Fuddruckers more often?" Right. I have never said great. that about any other restaurant. Yeah, that's Fuddruckers is always right. the one going. I don't eat this enough. No, I'm with you on that. It's good stuff. Don't don't at me. I don't want. It's in a slightly inconvenient location for us. It's right. No, it's it's literally across the street from the Five <laughs> Guys that we've driven out of our way to eat at more. No, than I once. won't. I won't drive out of my way to go to that Five Guys. I know, but we have. We've gone to yes. that Five Guys multiple times, and we could have just walked across the street. And Robbie loves Red Robin, which is literally across the street. Yes, we could go to Red Robin also. No, we're going to Five Records. We've already decided. No, I just because the fries are bottomless doesn't make it better. They're not very good. Fudders kind of okay. Fuddruckers are better. The Red yeah. Robin fries, the bottomless fries. I don't really it's like whatever. Red Robin that much. I like some of their burgers. So yeah, it's okay. Um, shall we move on? If I must, Adam, you have an opener. I do. Presented by Factor Fabrication. Let's do that. It is. Uh, so I don't even remember where I came across this. I've <laughs> came across this in the past before. Didn't really think anything of it then somewhat recently came across it again and it got me kind of con- wondering how it works. Uh, Red Bull drift shifters. Have you ever heard of this? Michael drift shifters. Are those uh, Resident RC drift? No, 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 no. This Go is cars. a, this is a Red Bull sponsored drifting event. No put on by my favorite drifter, Mad Mike. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, he's, yes, yes. He's, I have, Europe, I have, right? he's yes. dude. Yep, well, originally they were in New Zealand and ah, or Australia. Oh, yeah. uh, I know last year they managed to get 
at least one event in England. And I think he's kind of slowly working on making this a series. I think I saw the coverage of the England one last year. Yeah, probably. So the big thing about this, so they set up a course. It's usually like a, a tighter course than what you would see at a Formula Drift event. Like a city street. It's on a city street most of the time. Any uh, any footage that I've seen has been on city streets. Yep. Uh, it's invite only. They usually, I think it was like 12 or 15 guys that they get invited. And the biggest difference between this and most any other competitive drifting is that this is not judged by a human being. They use a combination of proximity sensors and police radar guns and the sorts to score points based on your proximity to objects and the speed in which you enter and exit obstacles. Okay. So you're saying the computers have taken over the jobs of the humans. I'm saying that a lot of people's biggest complaint about Formula Drift and its spinoffs or any judged is that it's judged and much like gymnastics it can be biased and bullshit whereas this is there is a defined way in which you need to drive to score points and uh if you do it correctly you'll win and if you don't you won't and there's no there's no human error in the scoring there's no uh argument with the judging it is just what it is and I think that it's an interesting way of doing things. Um, it's fun to watch. I enjoyed it because they do a really cool job of setting up obstacles and pretty interesting courses. It's very similar to like if you watch one of Ken Block's Jim Connor events, the action, not the videos, yeah, but, yeah, the, yeah. but the racing series that he does. It's very similar to that. I would say maybe dialed back a little bit because there's not like swinging crane balls and crazy shit like that. But yeah, your risk of death is a little less. Uh, yeah, I don't know that there's any real risk to Jim Conda either. I'm sure, but no. So this uh, judging approach is very interesting because yeah. I think it, um, it, and I, I say interesting meaning potentially odd and maybe doesn't achieve what a lot of people would like to see judging achieve for drifting, which is that it's okay. it's style it's more style based. Yeah. Which is subjective. And you can't have you can't have these defined, you know, electronic um parameters that you have to meet in order to be judged on style. So I think I think almost exclusively the people who dislike uh the way that Formula Drift is judged are people who are not drifters. Like like say a, a club racer, you know, like a like an S, like a guy who's who's always been running time attack or or spec Miata or whatever it is. He's like that's dumb. You know, like it, it, yeah. It's decided by a human like that's that's just dumb. That's like diving or or Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Like, there's no way, there's no true defined winner because it could be argued that any of those people could have been the winner. And that's not how I think that racing should be. I think that's the argument you hear the most. And I don't think that that argument is usually from drifters. Well, because so I, I hear a different people, argument. Most people agree with the fact that judging should be based on style. Yeah. And I think that. If you're going to get an argument from drifters, it's that Formula Drift's judging isn't enough based on style. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But style is subjective. 
what one person wants to see may not necessarily be what another person wants to see. Yeah, it it is to some extent. I mean, I want to see reverse entries, but yes. I understand why it doesn't work in tandem competition <laughs> racing. Yes, it's it doesn't work. No, you can't I want follow. To see it. You can't follow. A you reverse can't follow entry. a reverse. No, entry. You, just you not can't, how that works. You can't match angle on a reverse entry. No. That's not really a thing. So I understand why that rule is in place. I don't. I'm sad about it, but I agree with it being there. They should just let them do it in practice. I don't disagree with that. Or not that. in practice, but in qualifying. qualifying. I, yeah. See, I don't think that... I think that you have to judge your qualifying the same as you're going to judge your competitive runs, your tandem runs, or else that doesn't make any sense at all. You have to have a, a uniform set of rules that are followed from start to finish, or else that doesn't work. Because just because I can reverse entry doesn't mean I can run the course the way they're looking for it when it's judged and i'm tandeming so the rules need to be the same well you'll just get knocked out then well, you won't fair. you won't win i mean I, well then you're, yeah, you're you right can. you're right then you you're can right. there's there's no one who is there's no one who is stopping you from doing a reverse entry no. drift during qualifying if you're okay with saying i'm not gonna qualify anyway so screw it no you'll still qualify as long as, as you don't high. as long as you don't go uh is it two or three off I don't remember. Right, but it's, it, you, but it's you'll, you'll still qualify. You'll still get a qualifying score, but it's not as good. Yeah, you won't go. It will be top. a lesser it'll score. It'll be yeah, it'll be less. When Denofa did it in St. Louis, he got like a eighty-six. Well, he already but had I think a really that good he score. Was yeah, he had a good. He had a good he qualifying was at the show. Score. Yeah, but that's you can't, what I'm saying. You can't. That was like a uh, media and marketing phenomenon when he did that. So I I agree that it's like it's one for the fans, right? Yeah, but then it's all, Formula it's Drift published is, it. Drifting and, is supposed to be about the show, and that's the hard line to walk, you know? Don't they, during the driving meeting, kind of tell them what they're looking for? Yes. Yeah, When they, so we were not supposed to go to the driver's meeting. I think a couple of media guys were in there, but we're not supposed to be in there. Yep. And they tell you, they they get out their map, and they show you where you need to be, and this is your out, you know, inside, outside zones, you know, breaking. This is the line or right, whatever. Right, yep, exactly. Um, and, you know, we expect you to... Um, not break when you enter this corner or whatever, you know, they go through that whole thing yep. and they should, and so in that case, you get kind of a defined set of parameters that you need to meet in order to get a good score. But it's still to Adam's point, you, I mean, Brian may see that differently than Ryan or whatever, right. you know, and that's, that's how you get some judging. And I'm not saying that's my feeling towards judge drifting. No. I'm saying that's, that's the argument I see as a guy who does not, follow a lot like i'm not in a bunch of drifting groups yeah but like if you see a discussion about drifting on track midwest that's going to be the tone of that group of guys yeah because it's not racing it's not racing well <laughs> that's what's not your a, definition of racing though? but then that's, those are the same people who, most of the time who don't consider autocross or time attack to be racing D- yes I and agree. i don't think i agree with that statement either right if, if you go by that definition like hpde is not racing. Autocross isn't racing. I don't think that HPDE is racing. racing. But if it's if it's competitive, it's racing. I to me, okay. to yeah, me, if motorsport. It, if it's legit time, competitive motorsports is racing. I think motorsport and racing are synonymous. Yes, in my mind, that's how they are. I think some people see racing as uh, you're wheel to wheel. You got to be the first person across the finish line, or you're the loser. And motorsports is anything done competitively with a car. I think that's how some people see those two that's words. That's kind of how I would I do it. I think they're the same word. I think if, if you, you say drift race, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, actually, time attack, so drifting, actually, if autocross, 
road course. If you run away, some mud boggers. If you run away from your, your tandem, your dude that's tandeming with you, like that's good for your score. So yeah. I mean, is that racing <laughs> at that point? Then I mean, it, I don't know. It's not times, it's but it's yeah, it's semantics. I mean, yeah. Well, if you're faster there's not a, than there's that not person, a, there's not a guaranteed defined winner. No, that's their biggest complaint. So with this what, drift shifters thing, if your score is the highest based on a predetermined set of rules that are de- and and that score is done off of computers, just like timing and scoring is done in a wheel to wheel race, you're the winner. But so some of the interesting things I've seen that they do in drift shifters specifically, uh, so. The one I the one I watched a bunch of footage from was the one that they did in the UK last year, and the ending to finish off the so it's timed. You have to right. You you can do all these different. Uh, I think they don't really. I looked for a while, and they don't have like a way that they don't clearly define how the points are scored or how the run is is determined. I know that there's a time. I think that you can do any or all of the obstacles more than once, but I think you're only like your best score on that individual obstacle is the one that counts. Okay. I think, but then to finish it, you have to come to a complete stop inside of essentially a parking space. Like what you have talked about before with that closest to the table or whatever. Oh, you have to drift into a parking spot. You have spot, to drift basically. into a, into a, yeah. Uh, yeah, a, stop, short a stop box. Area, a stop box, yeah. But, but, not, to, but not drive into it. No, you have to drift into it. You slide into it. Parallel stop, And cool. the closer you are and the more centered on it you are, the higher that score will be. And you have to come to a complete stop before you run out of time or you're done. Mm, okay. And so that's one of the things. I know that, like, the one I watched with Mad Mike, uh, he was running through the event, you know, and he was down on points and he, he – was not looking like he was going to win it and he was running out of time and he slid in there and he basically nailed it like as close to uh the wall and as centered as you could be and got like some huge i mean there it's like half million point scored yeah. type deal mm-hmm. you know? like, so like a video like, game so he got like two hundred fifty thousand points for his stop because it was so close to perfect and was just managed ban- barely managed to eke out a win with it and you know mm-hmm. it was right down to the last second and it was I mean, it's exciting. It's fun. And, you know, you've got the scoreboard up there. And it. and so all these people, because they're like literally in downtown London, basically. I don't remember mm-hmm. if it, it's some large UK but city. We'll, we'll call it London. Call it's it good London, enough. Because that whole area is probably London at this it, point, isn't it? If, you're, whole, in, if thing, you're in Europe, it's London. Like where Ireland is and all that, that's London. Yeah, absolutely. All the way. <laughs> Scotland, yeah. that's also London. I don't think we have a lot of English listeners, so it's fine. We're going to find them this week. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i would imagine that like just like formula e you've you're putting this racing event in a place where people don't normally see it and they're going to be a part of it because they're so close to it and being able to see that score and know like oh he has to score four hundred fifty thousand points or he's not going to beat the last guy yeah. makes it really easy for an uneducated uh, audience to be engaged in it i think that it's a good thing for drifting because I can go and I can watch it and I can get really excited about drifting and then I could go home and get on the internet and start learning about it and working towards and then oh well I really enjoyed that but now I understand more about drifting and so I'm going to watch other competitive racing 
And so I'm going to watch Formula D mm-hmm. and learn about its judging process and what that means and stuff like that. I th- but I think that this is a better way to engage people who don't know what they're watching. Yeah, because I think the scoring is very similar to like how you do drift video games. Yeah, so like like, if, you, you, like, like Underground too. You know. Yeah, you, you see, you take the slide and you see your points just rack up, rack up, yeah. rack up, and it's like great drift. <laughs> And then it's like a million points. Multiplier. Multi- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I like that. I think it's good for the sport. I think so. I think it's going to bring in the non-enthusiast and turn them into an enthusiast type stuff. I think that drifting is kind of unique in motorsports in the fact that a lot of people who drift didn't start out in what would be considered lower level, entry level uh, motorsports like you know a lot of road racers didn't just jump straight to club racing they right. started mm-hmm. out in autocross and then they were like okay i really like this this is a lot of fun yeah let's go to a track day or two okay this is awesome i'm gonna buy a spec miata right right they, they kind of work up that ladder whereas I, I think a lot of drifters are just like drifting sounds great let's do this yeah sick of my skateboard so now it sounds like the guys we've talked to like i don't think kevin has a whole lot of motorsport experience outside of drifting right uh riley sexsmith when we talked to him a couple years ago now i mean that's all he'd ever done was drifting yeah and you know and he's been quite successful he's he's got a name for himself you know and and i uh i know that some of our local guys like yeah, I think they went to an autocross or two, but they were never like, this is great. You know, they they were just like, well, I can't drift as much as I'd like. Let's try this. Yeah. And didn't stick with it because it's not what they were looking for. Yeah. I think drifting as a sport has a lot of challenges that they need to address in order to grow. Yeah. And I think that's one of them. Yeah, we've talked about You need that. a lower barrier to entry. Um, a lot of people aren't going to like this comment, but I'm going to make it anyway. I think that... Uh, Everybody needs to clean it up. Clean it up. Yeah, that's probably the best you way to put thra- it. You mean writing off a car every season? Stop writing not- off cars. Stop <laughs> writing off other people's cars. I mean, that's gonna probably yeah. hit, hit a little close to home to a couple people that listen to this show. But I think for the sport to be seen more commercially, which means it can grow at the top end and at the bottom, in my opinion. Yeah, it, you can't be writing off cars and thinking that's like a cool part of the lifestyle no because i think if you have someone that's on the fence about it and they're watching and watch people drift and they see like that's awesome then all of a sudden you're that guy exactly i'm 100 percent that guy that's the reason the i won't 240 take the 240 out like the thing you've owned longer than anything else you've ever it's owned the longest commitment i've ever had to anything ever <laughs> yes i'm aware nice <laughs> hey you took it they're not me <laughs> but like that's that car's your pride and joy and yeah. and the thought of of someone plowing into the side of it in in such a way is something that you can't no I can't cross no I won't do it yeah like I I would have to be so confident in my ability to even consider taking a drift right again. and the problem is that no matter how good you are doesn't account for the I guy can't trust him front or behind not, I'm gonna crash into yeah, his shit because I don't give I don't care exactly He's got no mechanical sympathy for his car or, or yours no when I'm when I look at it I'm like man you know I love this car it's a great car and then you get get me in there I'm like Fuck everybody! Let's do this. That car needs more red. <laughs> that's usually what happens. Yep. Even if it's so, not my car. Th- that's the thing too. Is like I'm curious how I'm going to be in the Z, and if that mechanical sympathy is just gone, or if I still have to kind of break through that barrier. Of well, like, I think you you bought the car with the intention of taking it drifting. Yes. You know what you're getting into from yes. the start. And my budget is like 
limited. Yeah, and you don't <laughs> you don't have the like thousands of hours of blood, sweat, and tears and mistakes and learning and stuff like that that you have in the 240. The yes. 240 is like a car that you know defined you as a car enthusiast through multiple stages of being a car enthusiast. Yes, and so it's hard to to just. I can't. I'm not gonna write that car. If off. I if I write that car off, it better be something went seriously wrong and right. not just like and I kind of made a mistake drifting. I understand one time. that you know taking it out on a track, regardless of the situation, there is that possibility. Yes. But I think it's higher with drifting than it is with other. Yeah, it, the probability goes way up. I think right. if I make a mistake in time attack and take it off at 100 and whatever miles an hour, and just blow through a, a, a turn. Right. It's but, not going to be quite as dramatic as if I completely screw up a tandem and just slam into the next the goal, guy or the wall or whatever. The goal in relation to you and other people on that track is to stay as far away from each other as you can. Yeah. Not be up in each other's doors. Which is why at Grid Life, um, what was it, the fifth one or the last one of the year in October? Round five. Yeah, five, Round yeah. five, where I totally blew through that corner and went just took it through took through the pits again and I'm just like I need more space I came out way too early I was in the front of the line just put me in the back I'm not but not, not so far in the back that the front guy comes back just just I want lapping time I want to be by myself lapping right yeah the track's wet fuck everybody right <laughs> just scared. I'm just yeah I was I wasn't comfortable and I I yeah. wanted my space so I don't know I'm the same way in life as I am on the track leave me the fuck alone <laughs> Stay away from Robbie. Just fuck people. I'm by myself today. You getting, okay? that, you getting that people ain't no good tattoo? Yeah, I don't know where to put it. You got you got to get that stay Gosh, away. Shit. I can't I can't put stay away on my knuckles. I, That's I have, so I have... awesome. Isn't that great? I don't disagree with that statement. I I, I love Post Malone's. It says stay away on his eyebrow. <laughs> I can't love anything about that guy. I fucking love that guy. I don't know. I don't know where I'm out. I don't know where I put people ain't no good. I can't be in on him. Sorry. Uh, I'm in. No, it's I'm I'm gonna be Switzerland. I just don't want to know he exists. How about that? <laughs> He's fine. Just just don't. Are you telling me, me that, that he doesn't exist in Switzerland? Because I might move. <laughs> Maybe not. Like I don't know. So, is that it on on drifting? I don't know. I just I, diff- I thought that it was cool. Uh, it's uh, it's different enough that I think you get people that would watch both. I think it's a good way to get into the sport uh, not knowing a damn thing about it. This might be controversial, but I don't know what we do here. that we know that like formula drift is the thing that's going to define drifting. No, it, it it's, no. it's pretty too, new. Yeah, it's fairly young. And, you know, there's NASCAR and F1 and, you know, there's other stuff. Nothing says that the way that formula drift does it is the right way to do it. No, and I think there's room for all of this. Because yeah, this, yeah, it's growing. It's, this, yeah, this um, kind of showcases the driver's skill a little better, like being able to maintain real proximity, real close proximity to a wall, while your car's at a like you know forty eight degree angle to it, and you know you're you're sliding around this like two hundred and seventy degree circle. And you're hugging a bear, you know, like you see Ken Block doing all his videos. Sure. You know, people go ape shit over those videos because seeing the level of car control that he exhibits is is something that's wild. And this gives professional drifters an opportunity to do the same thing in a competitive environment. 
Well, and I think that's this... a little harder to showcase in the way that Formula Drift is done. Sure. I think that it's two very different ways of showcasing how good a, a driver is. But this might be good, too, if this catches on, because then guys in Formula Drift could do this as well. I mean, it's it's that's too, what's happening too small and too far away for people to really cross over significantly. Yeah. No, I think they're only holding... But like, I think at most, they're doing two events a year with it, and it's only like two, maybe three years old. It's a pretty new and small thing, and right now it's invite-only from what I understand, and... Well, Mad, I don't know that Mad Mike was ever super thrilled with the potential of FD, which I assume is why he got out of it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I I think last year he ran a full season of Japan's Formula Drift. Oh, he did. So he's just doing it there. But he was he did US FD for a while. For yeah, he did it for a few years on and off. I watched a, a documentary that they have on the Red Bull website, like a ten minute documentary about him and his growth into professional level drifting and yeah you know he he flat out said like america was the promised land you know you if you can if you can go from new zealand to drifting at a professional level in america like that's that's the sign of making it you know that's weird that the the exact same story that ellis tells Jason Ellis? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the thing. Like, he's just some punk kid skateboarding in Australia. But if he could make it in L.A. Right, but then all of a sudden, you know, people are asking him to come to America. It's like, this is this is it. Well, I mean, say what you want about the country and its condition, but I think there's, it's still... It's the land of opportunity. Right. It's still, in, in a lot of foreign countries' eyes, it's still this is the, the best, definition best. of making it. The greatest country on earth, America. I mean, we got a lot of awesome things here. Except for Switzerland. They don't have Post Malone. No. <laughs> and they have, Strong And they have watches. Strong and, yeah, and amazing mountains. And gold. And mountains. Banking. Banking, yeah, Swiss yes. Ba- Swiss bank yes, accounts. Yeah, exactly. That's how you know you've made it. Knives. Swiss bank. Knives. Swiss knives. Nice knives. Chocolate. Shit. Oh, I'm not that much of a chocolate guy. Yeah, but it's guy, the best. But, but it is the best. I think they have good confectionery. And you know, if you're going to have like something, that, I want it to the be the kind. best. So They're not going to get involved in a war? No, which isn't all bad. Their piece. They're yeah, not gonna get nuked. Piece. No, I mean probably not. No, they're be no pretty reason. low on the list. I would hope so. Yeah. Yes, they got to definitely be near the bottom. Right. Yeah, they're down there with like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> New <laughs> they Zealand, are the bottom, probably. I think. Yeah, like, probably New Zealand. I mean, yeah, they're pretty chill, right? Yeah. Australia's pretty uh, pretty chill. Don't they have Geneva? Yeah. 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 That yeah is, that's where that everyone goes to like not fight. Yeah, that sounds great. To decide that we're we're done with this fighting thing. Let's just move to Switzerland. I'm in. I'm out. I don't think uh, it's with, warm uh, there, though. Oh, it's got mountains and shit. I think. Yeah, they but have, at least they can do. Th- literally, every picture like, is like a background of a computer. At least when it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is it? De- it's a desktop background. Yeah, absolutely. Of Switzerland. But the thing is, like, the yeah, sun. they get snow, but at least they can use it. The Swiss Alps, man. We get snow, and we live in this flat place where there's nothing, and it it's just, just piles pile up in it. my front yard. Ugh. Yes. At least when it snows the, there, we can go skiing. Don't they have the best spring water in the world? I love skiing. Skiing's great. They have great water. I'm they, sure they, they have, have all kinds water. of wild water. We didn't even, yeah. I mean, that's that's on brand so, also. Yeah, if somebody wants to ship us a Swiss water. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be great to try. <laughs> I would drink it. Like, and there's like, like, there's a castle in the middle of the... In the they got castles? Castles? Yeah. Jesus Christ. What are we even doing You know how many here? castles we have? None. I don't Not know. Not any good ones. Well, like, they're fine castle, because that Shit. house on the north end of Ankeny kind of looks like one. Yeah, but it's made out of, like, wood and plaster Yeah, and that's shit. fair. It's only, like, 10 years old. Yeah, that's not a castle. How old does that building have to be before I can call it a castle? 
400 be, years old. Yeah, and it has to be made good. out of like it's good that we rocks that. and bricks and stuff. So Disney, that's not a castle. That's just a building. Nah, that's it's definitely not old just a building. Yet. Yeah, fair enough. Look at that. God Why would you not want to work there, live there? You set your life and up And look there. at that picture. You know how many people are in that picture? Like None! Two, there's there's a, no fucking people in that picture. <laughs> there's all buildings. There, yeah, there's, and that's just like a watchtower to look at all the not people. <laughs> you go there and look how many people aren't there. Wait a minute, there's people coming. Shit. Time to move on. Yeah, that's great. No, that's a great plan. We're moving they, to Switzerland. They have a tower to watch to make sure that people aren't coming. Yeah. That's that's what Robbie thinks that really is. It's it's for it's for wildlife watching. And you just yell, Hey, I'm up here and they're like, Oh, sorry. And they go they go Whoa, over there's here. There's a guy up there. We're not this not we're not going up there. We gotta find another up there somewhere else. <laughs> there's another mountain over here. We'll go up that mountain. Hopefully there's not a guy on that one. <laughs> Sounds like Robbie's uh, dream home. I wonder if they have racetracks. How about they have bitchin' roads? No, isn't it Switzerland that uh, automotive racing is banned? I'm probably it probably is. That's like yeah. There's got to be something, right? There's got to be a deal breaker, right? That would be it. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, Switzerland banned motor racing in 1955 (sighs) after an accident that happened at Le Mans. Oh, Oh, I remember that. They killed like 40 people though. Well, yeah, it was, sh- it was awful. You shouldn't have been standing there. Um, That's almost literally what it was. It's just a bunch of people in a crowd, and the car went through the not Kent Finch because it didn't have one. Ah, so they changed. They changed some. Uh, they changed some laws. So maybe it's coming around. Yeah, isn't that where the that crazy road is? Yeah, but you can't speed there because you go to jail forever. Oh, that's or right. they have um, maybe it's. Um, I think it's means tested traffic tickets. How far? Oh yeah, it is. It is means like it, yep. it's it's based on your income. Here yes. Go, Adam. Oh Jesus Christ! Look at that. Ugh. Oh man. What what's the name of that road? It's just I don't know. Just it's just a road. Grim's Hill Pass. A road. It's just another road. It's just a random road. Just another road in the Swiss Alps. Road A and Road B. Yeah, they all yeah. look like that. <laughs> How far away are they from like Norway or? Ah, you're up there. Isn't that where all that shit's really small? Isn't that where Gatabil is? Yeah. Wouldn't that be just like driving to Nebraska? Actually, that's a good point. If you lived in Switzerland, if you wanted to go to like Germany, it would take you like a small It'd be amount like, of time. You know, you we know were talking mean? about like t- to drive to mid-Ohio for us is a 10-hour drive. Yeah, it'd be like that. But that'd be like driving to Spa or the Nürburgring? Yes. You know, I could it's deal like with it. an hour and a half from Milan, Italy. Seriously? It is? Yeah. Isn't like, everything an hour and a half away that, in Europe? It was that close. It's like dead center in all of yeah. Europe. Like there's France to it's Austria, Germany. See, well, just because you can't race, yeah, it'd be like there's lots of stuff in I France. Mean, technically, if you want to get nitpicky about it, we can't race in Iowa either. Really. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what go, difference does it make? It's no different. If we had mountains and Swiss yes. chalet girls yes. and all that stuff, oh, I'd I didn't stay even here. think about the women. That. We didn't even think about the women. I would stay Damn. here. Or look, you're down there. You could go to the south of France and Italy. There's tons of yeah, good Monaco's stuff down right there. there. Yep, that's all right. We're done. You don't have to live where you race. You just have to be able to get to the racetrack. Exactly. That's, that's what, what we do now. Yeah, so it's the same. It's just we'd not have mountains. Any different? And it's chocolate and watches, knives and knives sold. Sold. Moving to Switzerland. Peace and peace. Oh, peace sounds nice. <laughs> hey, before we go any further, are we recording at all? Yeah, we are. Okay, the lights on the board. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, 
if I press that button, the lights will come on, but okay. I'm afraid to press that button in case something we'll lose, happens. we'll lose it. But I can see the meter on the That we screen. are recording. Yes. <laughs> okay, because I don't want to go Robbie's, through the whole show. Robbie's, I'd be so Robbie's pissed. Because I, right. I, I won't record, re-record. Like, we'll just have, no, we'll just have no show. No, it's a heck with it. We'll do Robbie's it. We'll do it next week. I can press the button if it makes it. I don't want to do it. Let's see what happens. Are we good? Oh, wait. Oh, Everybody okay? Are we recording? Everybody still good? Are we still recording? Nothing happened. Yep, Chest we're good. one, too. I'm going to be so mad if it cuts out at that exact moment. <laughs> and that was it. Now it's not working. <laughs> no, I, well, every, that, that's just the show, then. I have a meter. I mean, that one, it's not the worst the show. The meter on the done. screen is the most important meter. This is just... That's, that's this for, is the reassuring meter for that's, Robbie. That's what makes Robbie feel better. Yeah, because then I know it's working, supposedly. Yeah, there's, I, we got the board. Go to the YouTube channel. You can see the board. Yeah, we're pointing That's what's board. happening. So, all right. Is that it? I think so. For Switzerland? Yeah. I know we've talked about like 45 different <laughs> topics. No, uh, it's no. not going to get any better. Factorfabrication.com. You can, Robbie's got the picture of the spiral staircase done, made out of the. Uh, God, so calling bitchy. it an I beam, but I don't are those, think it's an I beam. Those are like floating it's stairs, like a boxed I beam. Yeah, this, and it's not complete yet because there's still like covers on the on the wood. Good, the picture, we can come back to this uh, later. Super date. bitching. Yep, I'm all about it. It's too bad it's in a house and I can't see it. Yeah, we got to break into that house to see. Now nah, we could. We know people. Make a phone call. Make a phone call. Hey, we got to look at the. We want to like very far away though. It's uh, it's like on the eastern side of Iowa, I think. Oh yeah, never mind. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Uh, like, it's not terribly far, downtown. but it's not. Yeah, we couldn't just drive. Not for something there. to go in there and go. Wow, look like, at that staircase. Full Owen Wilson, and then walk out. <laughs> exactly. That's not worth it. <laughs> just, you could have them just take walk a up and down at once. And like, all right, wow. well, let's yeah. go. That is neat. <laughs> is this up to code? It doesn't have a stair. This doesn't have a handrail. Wow. He's gonna get you because he's he's. To be honest, he is really good at the code stuff. I know he is. He's gonna. He's gonna. Bitch slap you this week. Is that angle uh, safe? It seems awfully steep. <laughs> That's that 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 yeah, code stuff in general sucks. Yeah, I won't go down that speaking, route. Let's just move past. Speaking that. of code, we're gonna bring it back to the furnace guy. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, it looks like in Nevada. We have to pull a permit for work. And I was like, does that mean an inspector is gonna come to my house? He's like, technically, uh, we pulled a permit. But it's the homeowner's responsibility to call the inspector to schedule an appointment after the work has been completed. And you can do whatever you want. I was like, okay, good. As long as you're gone. Dude, there's no way that my electrical will pass an inspection. (laughs) I don't think it matters because it's existing. Okay. But I see your point. I think it's existing and you, somebody, at some point, somebody approved it one time. My breaker panels, you know, like breaker panels where the door opens up is raised a little bit. Yes. But then the rest of it, I mean, is there's more to it than just where the fuses are. Okay. All the area that isn't door is behind drywall. Oh. So I've never... Oh, so the panel cover is stuck behind drywall, so yes. you can't take the panel cover off? Not without removing drywall. Oh, my God. And so I never have, <laughs> and I'm terrified, too. I would not either. Let's pretend that's not there. Just, it's <laughs> working. It, We're good. And that's why I don't want an inspector to come in, because he's going to be like, yeah, you're going to no, cut I don't, that off. I, I don't know. As long as you don't change anything, I think you're okay. Somebody approved this at one point. Don't ask me, ask Track Dad, because he would know. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. Somebody was at, I was having a conversation with somebody about electrical stuff for some reason. Yeah. And they were asking me, or I, I, no, we were talking about wiring, and they said like, Oh, you're the expert because your dad's an electrician. And I said, no, that just means I've been electrocuted more times than most people. <laughs> not, not the I was put in situations. Very loose definition. I was put in, no, I was put in situations, you know, at at sixteen Young or eighteen ages. that you know, Hold no, kids normally don't, and you know, I touched some hundred and twenty volt a couple times when yeah. I shouldn't have. My yeah. fault. But you know, it happens when you're 
any electrician will have done it here when, hold when this spark plug pull on the rip cord no it's got spark that's not why that lawnmower won't start <laughs> That's always a fun. Who's gonna Who's gonna hold the on a car? Who's gonna hold the plug wire off to see if it sparks? <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like hunkered down, like my dad's as got far away like, from it as you can. My be. dad's got these like crazy. I think they're made out of fiberglass, like insulated gloves, pliers. Oh, yeah, that's specifically a good idea. designed for that process. Oh, that's a good, good idea. I think it's. I remember on the farm, like, is that cattle fence on? I'm not walking all the way over there to find out. It's on. That's yep. not that much. No, it's, though, it's, it? it's enough to. It's enough to. It's, prob- like, it's probably like being hit by a 120 volt outlet. It's, it's and some the of them will drop you to your knees if they're set up right. I, I'm, <laughs> it hurts. It's dial not fun. tone, uh, like on an old phone block, yeah. is enough to really upset you when you're not expecting it. Because it's like, I want to say it's 60 volts DC. Uh, been a while. Is it that much? I don't I mean, know. You might be right that it's DC. DC is No, it's bad. DC. I know DC's it's some bad shit. No, because it because, doesn't throw you. Yes, it holds you. When we were, when I was working in London, and I had to do like their equivalent of OSHA, they said there's still some stuff in downtown London that's 240 volt DC, Ugh. and they're like, "You're done. There's yeah, no coming you back." Vaporize. They're like, "You can't get off of it. You're you get baked from the inside. You're a out. barbecue, and you will turn into dust. So <laughs> do not go anywhere near." Sorry. It's around 48 volts DC. So it is DC. It is DC. I knew it was DC. Yeah, that 48 volts suck. DC, and you you know it's there. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, because like when I was toning out lines for apartment drops, it was easier to just use your finger, like hold the toner in one hand and use your <laughs> finger with the other. Yeah, yeah because, I got me. Because if you rub the, the end of your toner probe on there, it makes all this feedback. But if you just run your finger down it and hold the other end... Your other hand hold the toner wand. Oh, it'll it'll beep, it'll beep through you. Oh, interesting. <laughs> no, no problem. But, but you get electrocuted doing that every once in a but while. But if there's, because like this day and age, who has who has home phone like landline? Right. Nobody. Nobody. I have one, but I've never had a phone. I have it, right. but it's not even hooked up outside. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so like, you have a phone number, but yeah, yeah. it was, it was so cheaper to like, do that as yep. a bundle. So yep. the chances of it happening are pretty low, but it's just you, FYI. You'll know. This is like a real contracting podcast now. This has we've gone down a road. We, we need to really... do a construction podcast. We talked about cars a little bit. Yeah, like four people that have told me, like, hey man, if you if you do it, like I can help you host or whatever. Like, Jesus Christ. Yep. All right, shall we move on? For having no topic this week. This is it's gonna, gonna be a long show. Episode, yeah, right? we should probably keep rolling. Um do you want to do your rant and rave about CDLs? Do we want to talk about driver's license tests? It's up to you, yeah, if you want to. Yeah, so um Recently lost one of my CDL drivers. Uh, Bob, if you're listening, I'm still mad at you about it. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob. What the fuck? There you go. No, I love Bob. Uh, not, no, I do too. Fair. But I'm not mad at Bob. Bob's my man. But uh, I'm mad. Probably uh, <laughs> doesn't. Probably gonna be mad for me. <laughs> you better um, not say that because Bob will probably take it personally. So. I like that guy. So He's I had a nice guy. I had to go and like just quickly get a chauffeur's license so that at least I could drive our bucket truck. Um, this is a contracting podcast <laughs> for the time being, right? <laughs> and so, uh, so I got to I got to experience the DMV in all of its glory. Ugh, that's and, always fun. Yeah. So it wasn't th- like my personal experience with the DMV and the driving test and stuff like that wasn't that bad. But so I took my chauffeur's driver's test yesterday, and all that's required for the chauffeur license is you have to back into a parking spot. Okay. In their lot, and then you go for a street drive. Like I just literally drove around the block and went back, and it was fine. It was no big deal. I 
lost some points because apparently I don't like look left when I'm turning right or look right when I'm turning left enough. She's like, I know you you have the right of way, but that doesn't mean that the next guy's gonna stop. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Fuck that guy. <laughs> if he hits me, it's his fault. Yeah, right. It's my right of way. Yeah, you don't want to hit this bucket truck. Trust yeah, me. Bring it. Uh, but anyway, uh, before I left for my driving test, right as right as that lady like got in my truck and we were getting ready to leave, there was a lady in front of me who was trying to pass <laughs> for. <laughs> That's not. It's not that. He's not. We're not laughing at the girl trying to get her driver's license. We're laughing at Robbie pulling up a picture of a like a stereotypical chauffeur of like a limo from like a really douchey looking one. (laughs) It's probably the start of like a porno. It's it's actually exactly what it looks like. Man, that dude is uh wow that's that's a deal okay this is why i need to be on youtube because i post stupid shit like whenever we're talking about stuff like this so she's trying to get her i I assume class b to drive this school bus right and she only has to do three backing maneuvers okay uh you have to back straight up into a parking spot you have to back offset into a spot and then you have to do a 90 degree back into a spot and there's cones that they have set up and you got to stop on a line and you can't knock over cones and stuff like that. It's pretty simple in the grand scheme of things, yeah. especially if you don't have a trailer. Things get a little more complicated with a trailer. I'll give you that if you aren't real good with backing up trailers or whatever. That t- yeah, that but, takes time. But, you know, like a a bus, you know, it, there's, I mean, yeah, it's a really long vehicle, but there's no articulation point or anything. Right. So um, that lady had just started that before... I was ready to go, and she's like, well, let's just wait for her to finish that real quick because it shouldn't take very long, and we'll do your backing up maneuver, and then we'll go for the road drive. turns out that it took her you – have, you have 30 minutes to pass that uh, doing those three backup maneuvers, and she used, like, every last second of, second it. of it. Wow. And so we're sitting there just kind of watching this whole thing unfold, and <clears> – <throat> Oh, Jesus Christ, Robbie. <laughs> Why is that guy making that face? That's the face that somebody makes before they steal your skin to yeah, wear it. Absolutely. Look at that guy's face. That's the face of every Uber driver I've ever no, seen. No, that's not even true. But that is definitely the face of a dude that's a serial killer. So <laughs> this lady, she... Yeah, all 30 minutes. She had to make multiple attempts at each of those... Uh, backing up maneuvers or whatever you want to call it. Was she just doing it super slow and then not She was doing it it. really slowly and then like she wouldn't crank the wheel enough. And so each of the times that she made the attempts, she never hit a cone. Okay. And when she finally got it, the vehicle in where it needed to be, she made her stops at the correct places and she did everything right. She just did it really, really poorly in the process because it took her a long time. And to me, she demonstrated a clear lack of ability to do those things effectively. And so I asked the lady, because we'd been sitting in there for a while, and, and we had been just kind of small talking back and forth, Robbie's favorite thing. <laughs> and uh, I said, so, you know, I, I know you're, like, sitting here and we're, you know, 250 feet away from her or whatever, but, like, did she pass? And And the lady's like, she's like, technically... You have 30 minutes to perform the maneuvers. She didn't hit any cones. When she finally actually got what she was doing, she was where she needed to be. I do not have the right to fail her, whether I agree with the fact that she should pass or not. She passed the parameters of the test. Right. So she said she said specifically, 
she passed what the minimum requirements of the law are. And I may not agree with her driving those vehicles, but that's the law. And I can't say she failed. And I was like, awesome. We're going to put children in her hands and send her out on into the world. And she's like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, at least she said that though. She could have been like, yeah, she passed. She was super upfront about it, you know, and I'm, I'm obviously going to leave names out and luckily, to protect the innocent here. She's but not going to be doing a lot of backing up what, school bus. No, but like, you know, and I don't know how her road drive went. You know, it could have gone great. Yeah, I I'm don't, sure. I don't know. You know, but I think that based on that, she's demonstrated a clear lack of understanding of how to drive a vehicle that's as long as that is. And I'm not sure that to me, she should have been failed and you know like try again but right. the thing is like how where do you practice that yeah and then how do you how do you put a time limit on it that, that's some like if it's it's either too short or too long regardless of what you choose like if it's right like 12, if, if it's 12 minutes you're like ah oh, it's too short but anybody should be able to do it in 12 minutes or, you know, arbitrary numbers right but then you put a half hour on it it's like oh it's too long but but i just i think that speaks a lot to <clears throat> Because we've talked about in the past, we talked about it with Alex, and we we talked about it with a number of or a number of other times. We've talked about how this country has a huge lack of driving education. That's our biggest problem, right? From from a driving standpoint, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that our our accidents and our our crash statistics and our fatalities and stuff like that are well worse than average, and a lot of that can be tied back to poor driver education. And right there, we have a lady who's. That's literally her job is to decide whether or not you are a safe driver. And she, her, in her opinion, that person is not a safe driver, but the minimum law she has exceeded. And so that lady does not have the power to say, no, you can't do this. And I'm just like, that's, that's something that clearly needs revisited. It, it, it it's terrifying. Well, I think it needs revisited you know, across the board. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, like not, not just I'm not test, saying this. Not tests. just just CDL yeah. tests need need revisited. Like, you know, yeah. Granted, she's applying for a higher than average level driver's license to drive a vehicle that an overwhelming majority of our general population would never even touch. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's a problem from top to bottom. So it's just. Well, I remember at Iowa State, it was kind of surprising the number of people that were driving like come drive for Cyride. it's easy oh it, it okay. really is i've heard that like yeah. that there's the the barrier of entry to drive for Cyride is super low yes or any clearly any bus that's the campus bus yes the yeah. bus system yeah that's our the aims um, bus semi-public system. transportation yeah it's owned by the university and the students students can ride for free, free residents the, are like a buck it's, it's like it's like nothing yeah. They don't make money on it. No, it's super convenient, though. It's one of the better bus systems I've ever seen. Yeah, I would agree with that from the outside. Yeah. I've only been on one, and that was your fault. That's where his hatred for public transportation started. People are gross. In Cyride's defense, it was Visha Week. I shouldn't hold it against them. So they can't control that. They took it away anyways. Yeah, they did take it away. <laughs> but I, it's just the tests... I didn't have it too much trouble with the test. I did zero studying. I ended up taking it twice. Oh. Uh 
I literally, so you, so you get, it's a 50 question test. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can miss 10. Okay. And I was, I was at the point where I had 39 right. And the next, my next question, I either, whether I got it wrong or right, I was going to pass or fail. Right. Like yep. that's where I was on it. And I, <laughs> and I was just like, some of them are, to me, there's more than one correct answer. Now I understand I there's bo- a, yeah. there's a more correct answer. I hate that about those tests. And if I'd have ever even opened the book and read it, I probably would have known the more correct answer. Yes. But like, so there's one like, uh, if you get stuck on a railroad crossing, what do you do? And Or what's the very first thing you should do? And there's three options. I don't remember what the third one was. Run, bitch! <laughs> but, get some help! <laughs> the first one is get out of the vehicle and call for emergency response. Okay. And then the next one is try backing up. And what are you going to do? I'm going to back up. You're going to try. Right. But that's wrong. Yeah, I know it is. But that's what I'm going to do. Disagree. You're going to you're gonna at least see so, if there's a way to get out so, of this yeah, situation. Like, I'm not, I might get out, but I'm not going to call for help. Like, unless, I'm going to get out and look at it and be like, dude, I can back this up. Unless I'm, I'm looking and seeing the train like coming closer. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try. Right. Right. If, for there's, sure if there's no train in sight. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to get off that track before I call it. See, the they, needed, they needed more words in their question. Well, and then there was one that was... Uh, when snow is present, by what percentage should you slow your speed? How much snow? Uh, well, that's too. How slick is it's this too snow? arbitrary of a question. Like, are we talking? What tires do I have? Are we talking like it's three degrees outside and there was a light dusting and the the roads are fine. the roads are so cold that it's not sticking and so it's not it's basically dry pavement, or is it 28 degrees and I got eight inches of snow and it's a total fucking whiteout and I can't see 10 feet in front of my car. Cause those are two drastically different scenarios in which snow is present. Yeah. We need, we need quantities. So that's a bad question. It is a bad question, but that's what it's, you it's get. Mis- it's misleading. So it's hard to pass it without studying on your first try. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all about the wording. Right. I will. I will agree with that. So fair enough. I just point made. It's right? scary. Yeah. It, it, there's definitely something that needs to be looked at. And I understand like, oh, in order to overhaul that would be very expensive and like maybe it should maybe, be. Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it should be. Well, I think now they're probably just holding out until you don't get to drive your car on the street anymore. So no, they're probably a, not going to do anything it's about a it. terrifying reality that I don't believe we won't see before we die. You know, Absolutely. How, you know how long I'm going to live. <laughs> that's fair you're not wrong you can't prove that I'll live to see that let's assume well, you're going to live an average lifespan I refuse to be an average life <laughs> to my earlier point for, to, for, he's to, either going to outlive to, us all or he's going to die tomorrow to, to my earlier average. point it's all downhill from here I'm above average <laughs> it doesn't does that get, mean you're going to die earlier or later yes I Robbie dude, look I at don't want to live longer than average no you don't look at it this way this moment right now, which is now this moment, this is an earlier moment. This, is, good as it this gets. is as good as it gets. It's not going to get better from here. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like this is as good as it gets, and then just hope, like tomorrow's not as good as today. Like I you know hope we saying? don't have like a like a 19 year old kid who like <laughs> this is his first episode. He's he's like 10 tense podcast. Like, this sounds I'm, fun. They seem, they got seem a lot of good cool. reviews. They positive. Got, look at all those fun reviews. The top gear of podcasting. That's, that sounds great. Those guys aren't positive. Like I mean, how, listen to them talk. <laughs> it gets worse. No. Life gets worse. Does Jeremy Clarkson have a positive outlook on life? No, probably not. 
He punched that guy in the face. Yeah. <laughs> he deserved it. He, I'm sure he did. Probably. All right, you, know, you just want to do one more thing before the news? Yeah. I do. Yeah, Robbie has a piece of paper. We got to talk about. We got to talk. Oh, I actually have a thing I want to talk about specifically about with this. So, uh, Wednesday. Last Tuesday. 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 Last week, Tuesday, we went to our local car track. You, uh, you want this one? As, as like a group. Uh, uh, us and an outing with our friends. What were there like uh, eight or nine of us? Ten uh, of us? There was like ten people. There's there 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 like ten people, yeah. which is awesome. It was great. Uh, yeah, there's eight people that raced, so like ten people were there because some people didn't race. Yeah, I only was able to do one of the two events that you guys did because I'm not working enough hours to to do more than that right now. And I was working too many hours, so I was not there. <laughs> so we didn't do any other races. I showed up and left. I yeah. forgot that I had a sign in, and then I gave the wrong name, so I had to sign in for the new name. Yeah, so, so pro skills the gone. the life of Robbie Veerhout here, he's he's gone by Robbie, he's gone by Rob, he's gone by Robert, and depending on what phase in the, his life he had signed up for things, he forgets which name he was using. Which yep. phases are what though? That's this. That's that's what I wanted. <laughs> that's a deeper uh, yeah. question. We don't have time. To I got get no. Into we got this. this. Oh, okay. When I was young and happy. It Robbie. was Robbie. Ah, as I was kind of getting positive when sounding. I was getting less like twenty six to twenty eight when things were starting to set in, but they really weren't there yet. Rob, and now that life is kind of <laughs> shit Robert. all over you, it's Robert. He's Mr. Robert. Mr. Veerhout will be when it's just over. 32, 32 will be Mr. Veerhout. Oh God, I turned thirty two in five months. Yeah, but <laughs> your outlook's not as negative as his is. I'm positive that it's negative. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I don't know. It's, I know that I've been to this go-kart track since Logan was born. Uh, it's been at least three years for me. But I think I, I've only gone once in the time that Logan has been born. I think we we tried that one time. And there was probably... And it was a two and a half hour wait, and then we went bowling instead. Yeah, but... That was the last was pre, time I tried. That was pre-Logan. Yes. So, it's been a while for any of us who have to have gone to that. And then, on top of that... It's been almost an equivalently long time since I've actually driven like any fun car in yeah. a competitive environment. So I'd kind of forgotten how much I like racing. <laughs> and to be completely honest with you, like this is going to get a little dark and depressing. Uh, wow, like the rest of the show. <laughs> after Super Lap Battle, like I really enjoyed my time there yeah, and I've course. really enjoyed going to all of these events. Uh, you know, all the different grid lives and champ car and now super lab and all these different events that we get to go to, uh, not only through the podcast, but just, uh, with my friends and whatnot, I haven't been doing any of the driving. Right. And when I was, as I've been thinking after super lab, I've kind of been like, do I even miss it? You know, like, do I just like cars do I even really care about racing? Right. It's kind of where I was like questioning, this right? questioning his whole existence. Yeah, I really was. <laughs> because this is a legitimate 30, question. 30, like there's 30, days 30. when I was like like, you know, all I joking. love I love cars. Yeah. And they're always going to be a part of my life, but there's a lot of car enthusiasts out there who who love cars but don't never even drive really. But don't do what we think is almost a necessity to be the car guy that we want to be. And I was really like starting to question whether I really even cared about the fact that I wasn't doing any racing. 
Uh, no joke, at the end of the season last year, I was at that point. Yeah. Like, why, why do I fucking do this? Right. <laughs> every like I, I, I every look, November, I, I go real deep into not like, doing yeah, stuff. Like, <laughs> I look back at how much I spent, how many hours I scrambled I to get back on track, and then it's just like, was that really worth it? And then I, I need that. I legitimately need an off season. To well, come see, back like to mine's it. not even because it's been basically two years since I've driven. You know, in a right. competitive format of any sort, okay. and so it's not even like oh, like Jesus Christ, what the hell am I doing spending all this money? But it, it's it was me looking at like I'm enjoying my time with cars now. Yep. Just as much as I was when I was doing 20 autocross events a year. Like, do I really need racing to enjoy cars and friends and, you know, that world? And because it seems like everybody I know who who spends a lot of time on track is constantly fighting things and frustrated stuff. I'm just like, I'm not sure that I want that. Yeah. It's got to be fun because my life is such a shit show outside <laughs> of that. There's there's Just a lot of time and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. since we're here, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You there's know, times wanted, when this is what I want. When I think so. about all this, the, you know, I got the Fiat, which I do love that car, and then I've got the RX7, uh, which I don't know if I'd love that car. I mean, it's there's times I've had great times in it, but I don't know if I bonded with it like that. And there's times when I go, what if I just, what if I really did just buy a 911? And like that's all. That's it. So right. Like, I don't have to track it. Just, you just got it. I've got it. Like this is. I can have my car obsession experience with this. I can you know buy some cool wheels for it. I could put some you know nice suspension on it. I could do this and that. Maybe I take it on a couple track days a year. HPDE. Yeah. And it's like, but I also don't have to do anything at all. Like it's just there. You know, I could take it for a drive. drive it to I work experience on Tuesday it. morning. If yeah. I feel like, like it. I go. Yeah, it sounds way better. Like it, it, it doesn't sound like the money pit that racing is, which is just like, oh, I got it. Like I'm, I was thinking the other day, like, okay, so the, the blocks back, all that stuff. Then we sent the heads in, and he's like, well, I kind of want to change the valves, and I don't really like the valve springs that you have. I don't think that they're stiff enough. And so it's like, okay, we're buying valves and valve springs, and you know, paying him to do that. And then, and then I'm like, fuck, I got to buy tires, which aren't that expensive for drifting, but I got to do that. And I'm like, oh god, I need at least two more wheels, and it's like. Fucking worth it? Is any of it worth and that's it? Like, I don't know. Like you know, so my alarm goes off at you know four fifteen every morning, Monday through Friday. Yep. And then Saturday comes around, and I gotta be in Oskaloosa at seven thirty. So guess what? My alarm's going off at four fifteen. Like this is dumb. You know, <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. And yes, and there, there, yeah. I can throw money at other things yeah. and get the money back. When you throw money at I don't racing, even, it's to gone. Me it's, to me, it's not. I'm, I don't even consider the monetary side of it. I don't care about that. Yep. Because number one, I don't have any to begin with, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but number two, like, I enjoy it when I do it, and I get my money's worth out of the enjoyment of it. Yeah. But what I was questioning was, did I even like? Do I mentally need it to be to be the car guy I want to be? And then we went karting. You do and. I was a three quarters of the way through the first warm up lap after they had given me full power, and I'm like, "This is fucking great. This is worth." I, I, it. I miss this. I need this yep. in my life again. I can't not have it. It's too good. Yep. You, you need the and fun then days. like, you know, I'm driving by people, and you know, like, 
learning this track. We've never been there before, you know, and, and uh, I know they've made quite a few updates to the cart since the last time I've been there. And, and so everything's different. The track's all new. I'm relearning that. I'm and get off of there and we they we grab these little slips they have and i'm two tenths of a second faster than second place i'm like fucking a man <laughs> i can't not do this and now all i can think about is how i'm going to do it this summer yep it's all i care about right now yeah i think i i think you need that to step away when you get burned out so that it is fun when you when yeah. you are doing it cuz i think if you always look at it like i have to be at every event i have to be doing this well i have to be doing this i have to be beating this guy and, and when it becomes about winning or becomes about always doing it or that you can't step away yeah you stop looking at the fun side of it and you get burned out which is exactly well, what october usually is for me because it's been a long season it's been a long summer i'm just i need a break and i didn't get that break in this in during the year but that's why we live in iowa and we have a break for snow months so i'm not a very competitive person uh like the the thing i compete with most is myself you know, like, yeah, I want to go there and beat Michael and Robbie, but that's because I want to make fun of Michael and Robbie for being slower than me. It's not because I, I need to beat you guys. It's because it's, you want to make a joke. It's part of, it's what the whole podcast has been about as well, making jokes, you know, it, but like to me, you know, growing up racing, my dad was never good at drag racing. He'll flat out admit that like now, now at his, where he's at in his life, drag racing is more about he's trying to find a car that he'll enjoy drag racing. He doesn't care about being the fastest guy there and winning his class. Right. That's why he has that, that silly fuel altered yeah. thing because it's like a, you know, on paper it's a terrible drag car, but it's fun and he loves it. And that's what, that's, that's what needs to matter to him right now. And when I was growing up, racing wasn't about going to the racetrack and coming home with first place trophy. It was about going to the racetrack and hanging out with, with all of our closest friends who are basically our family, you know? Right. And like, that's what I want for my kid as he grows up. And so to me, racing was never about being the fastest guy. It's not about being competitive. And so I don't get burned out on, on that. It, it's, it's always been about the social aspect for it. For me, for sure, which is different than a lot of people go to it for, and that's why I take it a lot less or a lot more lightheartedly than some people. But I don't know. Now I really want to get back out there and do it again. That's good. It's I, think, I think we have. Then like I went seventy thousand listeners that are right behind <laughs> you, going, "Yeah, we." I'm want sure you out there's there. a ton of people who have like gone through a roller coaster of emotions in the. 15 minutes right, in the last 15 minutes this. it's not like we all quit yeah <laughs> ah, we're done well because they're they're on that ride too oh yeah you know? but i think I, we all go through those emotions i think i think that people don't admit that to themselves a lot of times i know times, and that's like, kind of why i wanted to talk about you don't it. have to do any of this like you don't have to <laughs> just do fuck, shit no. don't just think for up. one second you have to finish your car you have to go to this event you have to do bullshit you don't have to do a fucking thing enjoy and it you can just go Without your car and hang out with your friends too. Like, I've said don't, before. Don't forget that. I've said before. It's almost more fun to go to those events without your car. Yeah, because you don't have a fucking problem because your car's broken. Oh, Robbie, you're like you're out there all stressed out because the track's wet and the people are crazy. Like Michael and I are up here just hanging, hanging out, and out, having I'm, a good time. I'm like, doing Instagram stories. and yeah, messing around, making fun of Robbie on track, putting stickers <laughs> on the Rad V. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Robbie's all and stressed out. I am stressed. Yeah, you don't. 
yeah, I think people need sometimes. I mean, two years was probably way too long, but I think Robbie's right. We need if people you, need, you an off need an off. It's you need a, a time it's to a, step away. Like it's a balance. Even Formula One takes a summer break. Can you right. imagine if they went all the way through it? People would just fucking hate it. They'd be more. They probably do. I'm sure they do already. Well, they they already complained that the season's too long, which I wouldn't disagree. Well, it's freaking huge. I have you watched any of uh, the Grand Tour this year? Yeah. Oh, religiously, yes. Everyone. So the Jim Clark episode or the Jim Clark yeah Do- documentary. Oh, so good. Yeah. So a maniac. One of the things. Yeah, he was a maniac. He never An insane racing. human being. He's somebody who I know the name, but I didn't realize was that prolific? the level he was yeah. at, but. Uh, Hammond had said at that time there were 10 races on the on the Formula One calendar. And now there's like 20, 20, 20 to 30. So I think many. it's low 20s. I want to say it's 21 or 22. I want to say it's 21, yeah. But like that's, there's only 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. You know, that's nearly half of, well, yeah. of the weekends that exist. You're on a racetrack. And, and the cost. I mean, my God. And, right. and it's, it's in, not it's even a, that. It's, it's just like, like I'm talking about for the driver themselves, that level of stress that that must put on a human being has got to be intense. Right, because they're in a different part of the world every couple of weeks, but they're at they're there the whole time. So they're practicing and test, testing the whole two weeks they're there. They do the race, then they fly to the next place and do it all over again. Well, and they like last season, they had a couple of double headers and I think even a triple header where they were they had two and even three weekends in a row that had races and they'd be like in Dubai and then Australia and then Canada or yes, some crazy I, I know they, shit they like they that. You know, it's just like, are you fucking kidding? No wonder they, these people burn out. Yeah. Didn't they do Mexico, Canada and the United States like I, on a row or something? I can't. That would make too much sense. Yeah. I think they did that. Or at least the Mexico and uh, the United States one. Was I think they were right somewhat reasonably geographic. I'm sure they weren't like bounced from one side of the earth to the other. They were somewhat no. reasonably geographically related, but Either way, it's still an insane schedule. Yes. And I'm sure they burn out on it. So, I don't know. One that, th- that really, we uh, we tailed off of the go-karting thing. Yeah. yeah. I one, wanted to talk about that because I felt that it was... Re- real quick, Robbie, before you make your point, uh, thank you to Allison. Uh, for the pictures? Yeah. For this is actually my these, picture. So. That is. So, she, well, she took we'll some, get one of her pictures. She took some pictures for us, and we appreciate it. Yeah, there's a picture, Bill. You're doing that. Yeah, Thanks. so I wanted to point out that I got second place in the race that Adam wasn't at. And uh, Thomas's oh yeah, Thomas's doesn't count, so I got first. Yeah, Thomas is a cheater because he used to work there and yeah. he had special points, dude. So like that's so, so he's out because I I sat out the race that Thomas raced. Yeah, Thomas everybody, showed up late. Everybody loves and knows, knows and loves Thomas Reed. We've had we him on, on the, the show. show. He's, he's a cheater. Yeah, so he he pulls out <laughs> and he's just waving, waving, waving like Thomas. You know, like hey, Tom. stupid enthusiastically waving, but not at me. No, at, no, at, he at was the waving at the he was waving at the manager who was on duty there that night. And he's like, Thomas! Just like screaming at him. And I was like... Of course he's going to win. And then he comes off and he's a tenth of a second faster than my time in the previous race and the fastest guy overall. And what is he, like third fastest of the week? Fifth, fifth of the week. Fifth fastest of the week. Cheater. Yep. They got the, the controls. So, so the carts like there the are, extra bonus the carts there are electric and they can be fully controlled by the guy in pit lane. Yep. You, you know, there's... You know, they can push... The whole field can be sped up or slowed down, or you can be sped up and slowed down individually. Yes. So Thomas cheated. Yeah, he was at level four. We all decided but we were all yeah, at four for sure. And that then, or they, that or he got you know the good cart. Right. He got. I had the same the cart, cart twice, and that really annoyed me because I was going. I'd let go of steering wheel, and we're going to the right. <laughs> and then, I was Robbie about, kept saying like, 
No, just sliding around every corner, just like got too much the, drift, boy. The, the temptation for me to drift in a go kart is so high, I can't take it seriously to race. And those and, have and, so much torque that it's too easy. Yes. And then Bill is in front of me, and I'm like riding his tail, just playing around. Just right. I don't take it seriously. So right. then he fucking gives me a point by. No one gives point by. Like, I, so I want to follow that. his line because I'm, I'm right on his tail. That's because I'm just driving like a jackass <laughs> following him like as close as I can. Cause I'm fucking around. It's go-karts. I just never take it. Seriously. Diving him in the corner. Yes. And shit. So then he points me by. He's like, I want to see what he's doing. And he, and he legitimately goes, he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> no. The fact that I got second place is really weird to me because there's no reason for it. The other thing I want to talk about, uh, so they do this thing called a pro skill. And uh, so you start out, if you've never been there before, you get 1,200 pro skill points. And points are added or subtracted based on how well you do in your race. But the amount of points that are added or subtracted are based on the pro skills of the people around you. Yes. So, um, so like, since Robbie was technically, air quotes, new. never there because he had to make a new account because he forgot that that was the Rob phase of his life yep. and he was looking for Robert. Mm, yep. <laughs> uh, he started out with 1,200. Had I have lost to him, I would have lost a boatload of points. Turns out, despite the fact having basically not been there in three years, I'm 130th out of 155,238 people. <laughs> wow. My pro skill. We did go there a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to say that was like my 80 something visit. Or no, it doesn't, it was, it doesn't say this is Robbie's. Oh, yeah. It was something insane. It was, no, it was like my 40 something visit and my 86th race, race or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. First visit, second race. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Jesus. Now I got to remember. Next time I go back, yeah. I got to remember. Well, pre podcast. We used to go once a this week. This is what we did that's on Wednesday. That's what we did. Yeah. You know, all winter and through some of the summer. Yep. That's what we did. There were a group of eight to 12 of us, and we had a Facebook group just like we do now. And I mean, that's that was how we, air quotes, stayed limber yep. through the winter. I would just drift around corners, not taking it seriously, and then people think that I'm serious. So don't, don't do that. The temptation's too high. Yeah. Cool. Is that it? No, I want to go racing. Yeah. We want you to go. Why race. is there nine foot of snow everywhere I go? I can't race. Well, I can't race in that, but I won't race in I that. Saw, I saw a meme Can this week that said that uh, whatever the hell cities wanted uh, all of her ice shacks to be out of the lake oh, by yeah. July third for the fourth for the for the fireworks. So that we don't have to worry about certain ice Oof. shacks on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not live where that is at all. No, that was here. No, it was, it was here. here. Oh. That was the joke. It was oh, like here. I see. I see. That's yes, the joke. I'm with you now. I'm with you. Sorry, I should have. I should have. No, I used my It's going to be negative thirty on Monday. Wind chill again. God dang it! I don't know what to what to do with that. Well, at least we're not in Europe. <laughs> Wait, the Swiss Alps. But yeah, oh, I thought he had a picture of the. Oh, he was doing a segue. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I'm sorry. Do it again. <laughs> but at Dude. least we're not in fucking Europe. Thanks for bringing that up, Robbie. <laughs> this week's news: all new cars are to be fitted with the GPS speed limiter in Europe. We're so fucking professional. The second time. <laughs> Details. We, take, can, take two. we could edit people, that people, out. Don't, don't people, do it. People on TV and movies get like 47 takes, takes, and they're bitching about stuff, and they got a craft service table, and somebody's bringing them yeah. assistance lattes and shit. Michael and doesn't shit. even offer us water. I can drink, drink this, this one. I got to bring oh, my LaCroix. own. LaCroix. That one's empty now. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, my point is, we do all this in one take. 
Yeah, we don't care. Nobody gives a shit. I'm looking at that Nobody's going, the lights me. aren't working. Nobody's calling me saying, hey, do you want to host Formula Drift this year? Do you want to announce F1? Don't get shit from anybody. <laughs> Not a damn thing. Free podcast. I may have to get one of those Saget card things or whatever that's called. I think called. That's, that might be the problem, though, Robbie. What? It's free. That we're doing it for so free. So clearly it has no value. Oh, it's not professional. Trust me. I know that that's a problem. <laughs> if we would have charged for this from the get-go. Right out of the gate. Yeah, if we would have just been on Patreon only. The first thing we should have done was, the most expensive automotive podcast. No, you, we, you be... got to label it as a premium brand podcast. Ah. It's a black label uh Angus podcast or something like that. That's awesome. It's a free range podcast. Be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's it. I'm supporting the artists, you know. <laughs> Makes me feel good. Struggling race self yeah. Listen to a lot of NPR. Those people. GPS is in Europe. Ah, uh, yeah, the European Safety Council tra- or no, European Transport Safety Council. Uh, don't call me about that though. I will not be on that. Yeah, leave me off of that. Leave, leave me off. Not, leave me off that target market. Uh, they've been pushing to basically put GPS speed limiters in your car, and that's that's the yeah. story, and it sounds like uh, that's going to be a thing. By, the, how, what year was it? 20, it uh, 20 to be 20... 23, right? Yeah, 2023 or 2022, depending Something on like how that. they define three years. So are these just GPS-controlled governors? Or yeah. are, are these like GPS-controlled, I'm getting a ticket in the mail? No, no, I think they're speed limiters. Speed limiters. I don't think it has anything to do. It's not a do. money grab. That, that's, oh, well, it that's, will be. That's coming. Yes, it okay. absolutely is coming. Actually, I'm I'm less against it if it's like and it kind of a My car won't go more than 55 miles an hour. In, in a 35 this, or, you know. No, in, in this 55 mile. Dude, oh. you don't think it's going to be spot on? You're wrong. Sammy well, Hagar. Sammy Hagar is going to hate this. It's going to be fifty-five and a fifty-five. It's not going to be sixty and a fifty-five, Riley. I will pay any amount of money well, it takes you... to put this in Sammy Hagar's car. He can't go fifty-five. He can't drive. Literally any amount of money because I hate him that much. <laughs> Problem is that Sammy Hagar has more money than you. He could pay someone to take it back out. Don't tell him. Yeah, just, just, like, what? just the inconvenient Sammy Hagar for a small period of time would be worth it. For I me. also want a camera with a mic so I can. Why can I only go fifty-five? YouTube. <laughs> That's that might be my life goal now is to in, slightly inconvenience Sammy Hagar. <laughs> That'd be perfect. We had an opportunity to slightly inconvenience Rich, Richard Rawlings, and we weren't. Eh. We didn't we know. Didn't cap, well, yeah, we didn't have it. enough time. We had an opportunity to. Slightly he was within an hour of us. I was a little busy. He was. I was at a casino, and he was at a casino. <laughs> it was just the wrong casino. <laughs> Damn it! I was so pissed when I saw that. I was at Riverside, and he was. He was at the the Grant or the Wild Rose. Wild yeah, Rose. I was Jeffers. gonna say Wild Cherry, but I'm, I know that wasn't right. That's I'm all. At the movie. a casino, it's just the wrong one. I also had a chance to slightly inconvenience Adam Carolla. That didn't happen either. Yeah, learned about that was, too late. Yeah, he was going to be at press day for the Chicago Auto Show, the one year that Michael doesn't go. Of course. Yeah, they did all kinds of cool shit this year. I didn't go, so lesson like learned, I guess. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Because oh, I was like, oh, it's the last two years it's been basically the same. So I was like, I don't know. I really need to do that. Wait a year and then come back. Do that's it again and be, be some new stuff. Next year Adam, it's not going to be Adam cool. Carolla. So, no, it's probably going to suck next year. <laughs> Oh well. So what I understand about this is that it beeps at you, and you can yeah you can override it and basically keep going, and it just keeps telling you no 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 no, and you're like yes 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 yes. My assumption is that at that point you'll get a ticket in the mail. That's kind of what I was going for. Like if it'll let you get yourself out of trouble, but then once you keep going and get yourself into trouble, you get a ticket in the mail. The government doesn't need to know any more information about me. How about that? They know enough. I mean. 
They're technically, right you would now. be an anonymous driver of a car. No, because you okay, no, got your address. I mean, yeah. well, assuming assuming they're not issuing tickets off of it. Oh, okay. How about that? Okay. Which I think is a not even a possibility. No, it's it's gonna happen. That's exactly where this is headed. Hundred percent. Listen, you're controlled down to the mile an hour. Yeah, isn't your uh, isn't Paris one that has literally uh, literally a camera on every corner? Uh, London's like London. That. Yeah, London is like that. I don't know what I mean. What do you? Apparently, China does. Oh yeah, yes. If you watch the Definitely. Grand Tour, holy oh, shit, yeah. that was yeah. out of control. Yeah. Apparently, people pleasuring themselves while they're driving down the road is <laughs> a real problem in that country. Yeah, great. I guess I don't. We've I don't all know. been there, right? No, but um, <laughs> sure. We could. I don't know. Solidarity. That, was, that wasn't a relatable. That wasn't a relatable point. Oh, solidarity. Damn. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, all of us. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> all the time. Stick together. Don't let him fail. Don't, <laughs> don't let him fall in his face. One team. One team. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what else to say. <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> that was weird. Because it's funny. <laughs> what creep? I'm not saying it was weird. Supposed to be a joke. Come on, people. No, it's supposed to be a joke. Don't you right. have See, to? This is <laughs> if you get caught doing that, you have to file as a sex criminal. Yeah, I'm rest sure of your that life. You're, <laughs> you're an offender. You're that's probably true. Sex criminal is that what Michael Jackson was thinking about? Michael Jackson. Yeah, smooth criminal, the original, oh. the original one. Oh, is that what that's about? No, I no. just he said sex criminal. It sounded this one like reminded me of, and then it reminded me of that pedophile criminal. video game that I played. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, you gotta save the children using dancing. That oh boy, <laughs> that's an inappropriate video game for sure. It's a legit though. Apparently, I know it it's, is. It's just it's, it, nobody was like saving man. the children is a noble cause. Well, Robbie, you're just taking it the wrong way. There should have been one person in his. Surely Michael Jackson had like a cabinet of people yes. in like, hey man, like, nah, maybe, let's maybe not, don't let's put not your name do on this. That. This is a bad idea, or maybe not save children. Uh, save something else. Super creepy. Let's just save people. How about save we some, just save how, you know? How about women, children, men, the whole gamut? How about everybody? Let's just yeah. save if it's everybody. Groups of people. If it's everybody, it's fine. If you're just maybe cats and dogs. How about if you're just saving people the children? Love animals. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That was weird. Yeah, that damn. was a weird segue. Or, or not a segue, just a, wake, a weird segment. Um, I think that's it. That I, sucks. That's yeah, great. Yeah, I think... It'll I, turn into a money grab. I think it will be way more of a fight in the United States than it has or will be in Europe. But I also think that we'll still lose that fight. Yes, I think that's... Well, I think at some point it won't matter anyway, because you won't drive your own car. That's also... Uh, it's all downhill realistic. from here, Robbie. Yep. Or Robert. Whatever. Mr. Veerhout. Mr. Veerhout. Um, <laughs> it's all downhill from here, Mr. Veerhout. Wow. Humbug. Hold on, I gotta write that down, because that's definitely the title of this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree with that at oh, all. Oh, that's amazing. Speaking of all downhill from here... <laughs> Mercedes... EQC deliveries the worst name of any are three ever. months behind due to the battery battery production issues. All right, I'm not just gonna say like this isn't this is not gonna be a Mercedes only problem. This is gonna be all manufacturers. This is exactly will, why I put this on here. This everyone will struggle with this. Te- even Tesla is gonna struggle with this. Absolutely, obtaining enough lithium to supply the needs that we think we need for electric not cars is not thing. possible. Do you know what it takes to make lithium? Yeah, well, a no, fucking, but a fucking brine field. So you're going to the most water-starved countries in the world where people don't even have enough water to survive. 
And what you're going to do is you're going to take a field and then you're just going to put a bunch of salt water. You're going to take just fresh water and put it full of salt and just put it in the brine fields and let it dry the fuck out. And that's how you get your lithium. So yeah. people are dying. Third world countries. Yes. Like, Dude, know. when have we not sacrificed third world people for our own convenience? It's the American way, goddammit. <laughs> Western pretty, civilization in a nutshell. It's isn't pretty. It? That's pretty dark. But let's be real. I Th- mean, let's be real. I mean, clothing. Yep. Consume electronics. Christopher, Colum- Christopher Columbus literally took blankets with smallpox on them I was gonna say and, gifted, and gifted them to the Indians by accident and killed them. I mean, it wasn't on purpose. It was on purpose. Eh, okay, fine. Christopher Columbus was a dick. He's a no, piece I knew of shit. Was a real we should not celebrate dick. him. I'll say it. I, I don't disagree with that. There's, he didn't discover a lot shit. Of, a, no. The Vikings were here first. How about the Native Americans? Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> Western culture is king, Robbie. <laughs> so Mercedes thinks that they're going to be in trouble, which nah, they are. I think the, no, it's a delay. I think, I think that this story is indicative of the climate that we live in for automotive reporting, which is that this story is stupid and it doesn't matter it's really and not a story it's not a story no. about even mercedes it's just a fact that lithium batteries are hard to produce and audi their e-tron crossover which i didn't even know was a thing is <laughs> going to be coming out after this which i didn't even know this was a thing no this is new to me there's too many damn cars and i can't keep any of them straight i well, didn't yeah, know that that's this what was mercedes coming. needed was more cars yeah thank god they couldn't <laughs> have put an electric drivetrain in the s class that would have been stupid let's build this thing they put, give a terrible name to it yeah, I. Oh, what are you driving these days? Uh, an EQC. Ah, I know exactly what that is. Well, that, that's funny that is, online. That's that TV shopping network. That's what that is. No, it's, it's a Mercedes. It's three letters, and you stumbled over just saying them. EQC. That's how it's hard to say. That's it's how weird. stupid it it's is. It's weirdly hard to say yeah, EQC. I, I don't disagree with that. Like even just the EQ would be fine. Yeah, but Q and C. I, I don't know why they do, they don't go together. No, EQ is fine. Yeah. Because we've been saying that forever. QC. And QC is control. fine. But EQC. Is weird. For some reason, it doesn't roll off the tongue. No. So anyway, if you want one of these, it's three months delayed. You'll get it late 2020. So sorry to all our listeners that are going to buy these. Yeah. All none of you. Did you see this e-tron crossover? I didn't know there was an e-tron crossover. Me neither. But there is one, and it's we're gonna, coming. We're going to talk about a crossover next week because it's already on my list. Ooh. Well, here's the thing about this Etron crossover. Remember, we had the whole discussion about a crossover wagon. Yep. Yep. Blah 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 blah. They're yep. just lying about the fact that that's not a wagon. That's a motherfucking. That's wagon. a wagon, bro. It's for <laughs> sure, a wagon. It is a wagon. Even Robbie thinks that's a wagon. Now Robbie's just, pro crossover SUV. Let's not go that far. They're just now they're just lying. We call it whatever we want. It's a shooting break. I don't care. <laughs> nah, dude, it's got too many it's doors. It's way more of them if it was a shooting. It's got too many doors. It's a, it's a crossover. I mean, a station wagon. They definitely had like a marketing convention, and they're like, the wagon has a really poor perception uh, throughout the market, especially with people ages uh, 19 to 87. Eight. So, what we're, <laughs> so what we need to do is position ourselves in the market in the small crossover segment because this is the you know, and they had graphs and stuff. And it was, okay, so we made a wagon. And we called it a crossover. That's that's what happened today. Yes. I don't know what it was. It was a Dodge product, right? Okay. I want to say maybe it was like a Citadel or a Journey. <laughs> I have no, I have no idea. For, okay, anyway. Yep. But it it looked 
I thought it was a Dodge Caravan at first, and then I realized it wasn't because it didn't have sliding doors on the side. It had it's four the regular journey. Doors. It's the journey. Dude, that's a minivan. That's no, that's the Durango. That's such a stupid name. <laughs> the Citadel. Yeah. What's the, what bad. was it called? Dodge Journey. Journey. I don't know if like there's multiple generations of it, but driving down the road in a Dodge Caravan, I thought it was a Dodge Caravan. It Brothers! Look- yeah! <laughs> no, <I'm not laughs> no, dude. That's the only thing that makes that not a minivan is that, the is is that it doesn't have a sliding rear door. Because that is a a minivan silhouette if I've ever seen it's one. It's a minivan in an cam- or it's a it's an SUV camouflaged as a minivan. Or vice no, it's the other way around. It's a minivan camouflaged as an SUV. Yes. A crossover SUV. But that is sold to the guy who is not willing to accept the fact that he drives a minivan and some sick twisted logic in his head tells him that a fucking crossover is a cooler car. This is big. this is a full SUV though. It's big. No, it's not, no, dude. It's, it's exactly the same size as my van. Yeah, he's right. It's the same size. Really? Yeah. It looks bigger in this It picture. does look kind of like a big picture. Okay. Or like a big vehicle in that picture. But it yeah. is... Because like, to me, it looks like a Suburban. It is... No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no it's, yeah. I guess it's I've never exactly seen the same size <laughs> as my van. probably thought it was Grand Caravan. Yeah, I probably you, did. You I probably did. drive by one every day. I probably There's did. probably six of them in the parking lot at work, and you just think they're caravans, because you've never looked close enough to realize that's not a sliding door on the back. You're right. I haven't. But that sort of thing makes me mad. That's weird. I don't know why, but it just boils my blood. I was pissed on my you way to work. You this know what morning. really grinds my gears? Yeah, <laughs> it's because you're over twenty eight. Because that, <laughs> because that guy, because it was a male driving it. Yeah, I don't know. Of course it was. He logic that out in his head that it's not a minivan, so I can it's drive good. it. It's good. You know, you know, his wife wanted the minivan, and he was like, "I'm not driving a van. What? Not doing it." And so they bought that dumb thing that is inherently worse to load kids in and out of because oh, sliding definitely. doors are the greatest thing in the world. They are much more convenient. They're than... so good. What engines does this have? Is it V8? It doesn't matter. No, no. dude. It's got some little 3-point-something no. liter V6. Yes. It's, it's front-wheel drive. It's transverse. Hell, it's probably built on the Dodge Caravan chassis. I bet the 2.4 liter is an option, or is the base engine And a V6 is, is the it grand... It is a five-door... Oh, wait, no. It is a mid-sized crossover. Yeah, dude. It has... small. It has... The two liter TDI engine diesel, the two point four liter, anymore. the three point five liter V six, three point six liter, and the Pentastar. What are you looking at? I don't know Wikipedia. <laughs> so you got the, it's got a bunch of engines. I think that that's like a second gen of it's the a, Journey, and the first one was more jeepish. I swear the first one was more crossover than that. The is. Journey shares 3. a point six, not six liter. Three point six. Hold on, hold on. The Journey shares a modified platform with the Dodge Avenger and an identical wheelbase to the outgoing short wheelbase Chrysler minivan. Boom. So it's built on a car based on a minivan. But, but it's the same size as a minivan. Like, that's a... Because, th- like... It's so shorter the, than the Pacifica. The caravan was... The orig- the old school caravan was a very, very, very similar chassis to my Omni. It was a newer, updated version of it. I mean, that was... Base, I mean, so that's kind of what they've always done with their minivans, and crossover SUVs are kind of that way too. Yeah, they're. they're I mean, they're all cars. Let's they're just lifted station wagons. Yes. Whether Robbie wants to admit that or not, it's just a lifted station wagon. And moving on, <laughs> he hates that I'm right. 
His RAV is just a a lifted all-wheel drive off-roady-ish station wagon. What's wrong with Audi all-road? Audi all-road RAV4. Same thing. What's wrong with the station wagon other than the marketing aspect of it? What's wrong with the station wagon? It's way more honest of a design than a crossover SUV because it's it's just a sedan that has a long roof. It's a car. Yeah. It's a car. That's what I tried and I've made this argument. That's a car. No, well, that's yeah, a, that's but, a van. But it's it's but not a, a car, but it's not an SUV. It's the worst of both. I, I will agree with that. It's also not a van because it doesn't it have, have the, the right doors. doors. It's yeah, a tall. Yeah. It's a tall car, which is bad. Yeah, it's a tall it's a bad. Car. That's a bad thing. A tall car. It's kind of like the Chevy Equinox, but not. Yeah, it's probably the same size as an Equinox. But like the Flex is in the same boat as the Journey. Yes, it's a minivan without sliding rear doors. Wait. The, you're thinking the edge. It's the edge. The flex the other, the is the box. The one with the one with yeah, all, the, the, flex, one with all the, the edges. The flex is dope because it's all-wheel drive no, and twin-turbo V6. No, I didn't say it was bad. But it's... Anybody who buys that, most people who buy that bought that because it's not a minivan. But it, oh, yeah. But it is. Yeah. God, well, you're ferrying your kids around. Let's be real. What? Yeah. What else do you want? It's a, yeah, it's a minivan. It's dope, dude. But if you drop it six <laughs> inches and you put a tune on it, it's, it's pretty it's rad. fast. It's yeah. pretty rad. Speaking of fast, <clears throat> yeah. God damn, Robbie's good. Police sees remember a tractor. Back, remember oh, back shit. in the day when Robbie used to do that all the time when he was yeah. the news guy, and now he's the computer guy. And he's that like, because I'm looking at the time, going, "This is the longest fucking podcast." <laughs> it's I've ever not. Had. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk uh, about the police sees a tractor caught street racing against motorcycles. <laughs> Free the tractor! <laughs> Give him his fucking tractor back. <laughs> He didn't Why didn't even, you guys give him a medal a instead? Street racing break the speed limit. <laughs> yeah, what is your definition of street racing? Yeah. What was this, Missouri? <laughs> no, it was no, in England where you can't do anything. Geez. Yeah, exactly. You can't do jack shit in, in England without getting in trouble. You can't even pleasure yourself in your own car. That's Wasn't that China? <laughs> That's a sex crime. <laughs> you go to serious jail. You go to big boy jail. Yeah, you don't with all do, the big boys. You don't want to do it. <laughs> what know. I do in my car is my own business, Robbie. <laughs> Not if the public can see you. That's yeah. <laughs> that's why all the damn it. Why are we back here? I thought we were done with that. <laughs> so you know, that's if you why there's it. all these lifted trucks, so no one can see you. You're just high enough up above. Speaking us, of being yeah. high in the air where everyone can see you, <laughs> damn it, tractor. tractor. Give him his damn tractor. Yeah, back. that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even catch him in the act. I just think it's the funniest headline of any news story I've ever read in my entire life. I can't believe it happened. Not man race street racing tractor against motorcycles. He wasn't though, because you can't race a motorcycle with a tractor. It didn't <laughs> happen. You <laughs> can't race anything you but another tractor. You can't commit that supposed crime. It doesn't. It's not. They don't even. It's do not th- even a crime because it didn't happen. It's not tractor racing. It's tractor pulling. They don't even race. Well, I think true. his There's point was if you got on the you know on the highway well, and yeah, did like a head to head tractor, you know, like it tops out oh, like forty sixty miles. roll recreating the Fast and the Furious, but with tractors, you know what I mean? It tops like, out more like, like a 20, forty miles more an like hour, twenty five roll. Yeah, it, I, I Three think they honks, top out let's at forty. Do this. They said it would do thirty. That was is the it thirty? Oh. Thirty miles an hour. It's very tractor dependent. Just just give my brother his tractor back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> So what if he take... was trolling dudes on motorcycles? Like, who cares? How did they even know he was doing it? Because he got reported. Yeah, he didn't even get Somebody caught. No, 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 no. Like, if I was on a motorcycle, right? first of all, I want to know what they defined as motorcycles. Were these a bunch of dudes on Scooters. mopeds? <laughs> Mopagans. 
Maybe. Maybe that's how he was racing it was mopeds. Yeah, because like my moped was governed to 25 miles an hour. Now we got ourselves a race, boys. See, here's the problem is this was all hearsay reported to right. the police. But Nobody's, like, no, so let's it. just pretend they're on motorcycles, right? Like 125 to 600 cc motorcycles. Okay. Right? Like if you're... You guys have both ridden motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. I've crashed motorcycles. Yeah, on the motorcycles. Yeah, I've crashed motorcycles. Yes. If you if you were cruising down the street, yeah, would you even know that that this tractor was flexing on you? He'd have to be like, ah! like yelling at you. No, like I would swerving at if, you. If, you're trying to pass. If I was on a motorcycle and I was interacting with a tractor in any way, it would probably be blowing his doors off because he's right. That's what in the lane that so, like, I want to be in, and he's going slow. So yeah. like, prove it. I think that's the guy's point. Is like, <laughs> just give give my dude his tractor back. He, that that's his. That's how he makes money. It's a New Holland man. It's, a, it's not a cheap tractor. No, it's Tractors nice. are incredibly expensive. That's Extreme. a very nice a, Mercedes. It's Benz a, right it's a tool. It's, it's well, yeah. That's the thing. Is like, work. okay, so he bought that tractor because he needs to make money, and you took it, and you took it from him, and now you're well holding but, it. Like, let's pretend for a second that he was trying to street race. He he might deserve to not have his tractor for a little while. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't want to defend street racing because I've kind of taken a pretty hard stance on it. No, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the because, opposite side of the fence because if I if I back. don't if I don't condone this man for street racing his tractor against motorcycles, Spencer's gonna tear me apart. Wait, no. Here's your here's and your all those out, Oklahoma though. boys are gonna be like four oh five. Here's your out. I'm just I don't want to deal with that on the group this week. Nobody. You set yourself up for failure by saying that. <laughs> yep. I may have done nobody, that on purpose. Nobody, Luckily, this episode's like 100 hours long, so not, no one's even going to get it. It's shorter than you think it is. <laughs> he, nobody's, like, he didn't get caught doing it. I don't think that you can prove that he did it. Right. Nope. So, give him his fucking tractor back. Yeah, so no, you, I, they can't keep that. it for I think very long. You want, okay, so if you want to find him for... Something whatever, else, or, whatever, yeah, then that's fine. Disturbing I'm not piece, saying, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying on. that maybe he doesn't deserve... A little Reckless bit of repercussions, but give, give him how he makes his money back. That just seems really wrong. You're not just not gonna be able to pay his fines if you have his tractor. Well, it's hard I, to buy. It's hard to make the money to get your tractor out of impound if you make your money with your tractor. It's worse than like taking somebody's car if that's their transportation to and from work. It'd be like it'd be like taking somebody's semi truck when that's how he makes a living, right. or like an an Uber. Lyft driver who does that full time, right? Like You'd that. have to do something extremely egregious, and like you got caught doing it, and a police can witness it. You know, like I think the the punishment here is not fitting the I, crime so far. I would hope that he got it back. Like you know, they took it, they took a picture. Ah, we seized it. Yeah, and, and then, then they gave, gave it back. back. Ah, so maybe they, yeah, like the next day did. or whatever. Yeah. Let's, let's let's hope that happened because that's realistic. Yeah, let's hope the happy ending is he's yeah. he's got his tractor back. So speaking of slowing motorcycles down, tell us about MotoGP, Adam or Michael. MotoGP is set to try out a long lap penalty for 2019. You got a picture of that? Look at that. I like it. I just painted it on I like it a lot. So the idea is uh, do something wrong. Yes. And right now, I assume in MotoGP, I know in automotive forms of racing, uh, one of the ways that they might penalize you for it is to make you, like, take a run through pit lane. Pit through, yeah. In MotoGP, they make you drop a place. Okay. It's a bizarre. A position. It's so a kind of a bizarre. I'm going to argue that here in a second. Let's finish explaining this first. Uh, their, um, their proposed solution to doing whatever it is they're doing now is that uh, if you do something wrong, say I don't know whatever it is, cut a driver off or whatever, uh, get penalized. 
to earn a penalty, what you'll do is on a specific corner that's been predetermined before the race starts, there is a line around the outside edge of that corner that you have to take that will add like three seconds. Yeah, roughly. They're, they're trying to add a small amount of time, uh, but enough time to to affect your, your race outcome. Uh, and then you can just join back in and, and carry on your merry way. So I didn't know that they'd make you drop a place. Yeah, they don't make you go through pit lane. They don't make you take a five-second penalty at the next pit. So, it's it's literally you drop a place. Okay, so I'll, I'm will i going to argue my pit lane thing first because I didn't know that, and I have this argument prepared, right? Yep. So I think that forcing you to run through pit lane is a bad idea for a handful of reasons. Okay. Number one, uh, so I spent a, a lot of time in a Formula One pit lane just last week. Yes. It's not short. No. There's a significant amount of time you lose on a track. Isn't it like, isn't it, I want to say, like 17 like, seconds on that, like, on that car? I think it's wildly dependent upon the track. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. COVID, which is, I, like is another seconds. reason why I think it's a bad idea. Agreed. Uh, but I think it's a huge penalty uh, that most of the time does not fit the crime. Yes. The second thing is that pit lane is where the most injuries are likely to happen uh, statistically. You know, more people probably get injured in pit lane than on track because there's more people. Yeah, did you see that guy's leg get run over? Right, and so in my opinion, as a safety steward, I would want to minimize the amount of cars that are in pit lane at any given point in time. Yes. So not only do I think that this is a more reasonable punishment for most of the crimes committed during a race because it's a shorter penalty, you get your penalty, but it's much shorter. I also think that it's a safer option because you're not running cars through pits, causing accidents and getting people hurt. hundred uh, percent agree. Because you, how many times have we seen pit collisions? It happens all the time. All the time. And it's a stupid, stupid thing. Yes. No, I think this is the best overall. And, uh, and like, let's say he does something that's like you predetermine. It, it's a three second penalty. If you'd have to take this and like, well, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad. You're gonna to have to do it twice, but a three-second three penalty is more reasonable. Yeah, and you can and you can stagger them because if someone's really fucked up and like, okay, we need to give you a seven-second penalty, right? Cut through it three times, right? Whatever. And then the other thing that I think is this can be, I would guess that most any track you come across, you're gonna be able to find one or two of those corners on that track that can be within a small percentage the same amount of time as the one you were at last week and the one you're going to be at next week. Yes. Whereas pit lanes wildly vary in length based on the track configuration. Agreed. And so the the penalties can be more uniform. The other thing that I know that a lot of automotive racing does that I really despise is adding time at post-race. Yeah, I hate that. So, like, say I finished first, but I had a five-second penalty, so they add five seconds to my to my time, and that could put me in third. I don't like that because I, I feel like they should have found a way to give you the, that time in the race so that you can, you can battle it back or lose it fairly because that, can, that five seconds can completely change the outcome of the race, and I think that that needs to be won or lost and determined on track. Yeah. I think the way Formula One does it where like when you're already in pit, you have to sit there untouched for five seconds. That's much more fair than making you drive through yeah. or the five seconds after the race is over. The thing is that unfortunately in my opinion, so much of racing today is pit strategy. Yes. That 
forcing them in and out of pits like this, I don't think it makes for as good a racing. I don't like it. No. And yeah, this putting him in the long course and letting him do an extra few seconds on a lap keeps the flow going. You know, they might lose a position. They might not lose anything. Just slow you down on one lap. But but like, even if they don't lose a position, whoever's behind them has gained, gained that. Yes. But it's not ridiculous. Right. And at the same time, I'd, I'd say the MotoGP original way is very unfair. Let's say the guy is just burning doors down and he's 20 seconds ahead and he has to lose a whole position. A twenty fucking second. Yeah, that are seems, you kidding me? That seems dumb too. And it and it's it's a blanket statement. It's a one position penalty. Do they make you do it in race? I'm not, I, I or is seen, that post race decided? Because no, that's it's even, not it's not post race. I don't think. I've never. I can't remember actually seeing it happen. I've just read it, so I'm not an expert. Okay. I I think maybe, maybe is, I'm totally off base. I think but. this is something that more racing series should adopt. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't I have like a problem where, with this at all. I like the, where this is placed i like the idea behind this yeah i think it's good personally i'd like to see this uh like in in this picture that i have post from the motorsport uh, uh, website it basically just makes the whole hairpin longer i'd like to have it a little bit more of a track in like on ramp kind of thing yeah i'm just nitpicking at this point i think you know so right now it's just moto gp who's doing this right i think if if this was something that more racing sanctioning bodies adopted as the option, I could just add it to the track. Yeah, tracks could, tracks could, you know, let's determine, let's say yeah, we absolutely. want a three or four second penalty, you know, somewhere between three and four second penalty on every single track that we're going to race at this year. Yeah. They can make those and make the, the transitions in and out of the long lap safer. Safe. Uh, no, I agree. As well as barricades and any other. Well, I don't think you want barricades. Side. You need barricades on the other side, but you definitely don't want barricades between the long lap and the racing lap. No, my point yeah. is you may want to move those barricades back. Right, because if you now add that, that racing track. line has changed entirely for some people. Right. So I you th- might need to, because that could that could put you 40 feet closer to the barricade than mm-hmm. what they're expecting right. you to be yep. mm-hmm. in that corner. Yep, I think. And that that's the difference between. He's taking a safety training. Not dying I, and Yeah, I'm and a safety. Uh, you're, what am I, shit, what am I? You're, you're a road rally, rally safety, safety tour. Road Hold on, I got my card. Fucking card and everything. Hold on, hold on, it's in here. If you had had a fancy wallet like mine, you'd be right there. What are you talking about? This handmade leather wallet. Yeah, but it's lost in there. It doesn't fold enough. I I use small cards. It carries too many things. Here we go. Ooh, Michael Beck, Road Rally Safety Steward. Dang. Valid through December 31st. Nice. Boom. It was easy. I just had to sit there, take a test. Yep. But yeah, I, I like this. I, I this is this is usually when we talk about motorsports, we're like, "This nope. is stupid," and no, we get, we get this, our pitchforks and our torches out. But I'm I'm all is, about this. This seems fair. Seems more fair than what we're using now. Yes, and it, I think it can be standardized across multiple racetracks, which I think is good. It could definitely be refined, but as it sits right now, it's still acceptable. For sure. I think it's hard to refine when only one race series is a, is adopting it and. For all intents and purposes, right now it's experimental. Yes, I don't think it'll stay that way though. No, I think this. I think it'll turn into something more official, and I think it'll be adopted a little bit more. I never even thought about your your point about if you know if what he did is more egregious than make him do it two laps and two laps in a row. Yeah, it, it, I like it, that that because you know then you can just define your your penalties based on how many times you need to go through the long lap. Yeah, it's it's a five second penalty, so you do it twice. It's, you know, whatever. So then the question becomes, 
do you force them to do them consecutively? Or do you say, as long as you're done by the last lap? I think that could be part of your strategy. As long as you're done by the last lap, it's yours. It's up to your crew chief to let you know you have three to to go. You know, like, it doesn't matter when I do it. I just have to take the long way around. That's how rally cross is. Yeah, I think that if you let them, let it be part of your race strategy. That's interesting. That's how I'd do it. But again, I'm not a state. Just can't do it under caution. Agreed. Can't do it under caution because that's bullshit. Agreed. <coughs> Approved. I like it. Is that it? That was easy. <laughs> Staples thing. Like that's all I got. It's late on a Friday. I'm v tired. It's been a long week, so let's wrap this up. We will catch you guys next week. Goodbye.